broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 82 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. We're, we're happy to, to talk to you again, Trevor. I know you, uh, you've you been uh, taking a little uh, vacay from the podcast for a couple weeks, so we're happy to have you back. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, just, you know, strange how busy life is when everything's shut down. But yeah, I'm back now. <laughs> yeah, no, we're we're happy to have you back. We miss you. Uh, we we and I know the listeners probably did too. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we, I'm sure we've heard we you've heard a couple things. I think I've seen some things on the Facebook of like when's Trevor coming back. So, <laughs> and da- and I had to deal with Damon without you, Trevor. Which is you yeah. know, then it's- whoa, whoa, hold on a second. <laughs> we had Ziggy, and he yeah, was that's good. True. That's true. <laughs> that's a fair point. So what like you were a- solo, Damon? So. <laughs> I didn't even introduce you yet, Chad. Now you're just talking. <laughs> uh, man, so we, we have Chad here from uh, My DVC Points. If you listened to our show before, uh, you know, you've, you've probably heard from Chad before. Chad's been on our show a bunch of times. Uh, we share a lot of listeners between our show and, and his show, uh, My DVC Points. So so welcome, Chad. Thanks for, for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me back, guys. Looking forward to being here. Yeah, it's been been a while, right? So... And and we're, we're going to talk a little bit about your app, uh, your DVC app, which you were were nice enough to include us on. So we appreciate that. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a few here. Do you, do you just quickly, for those you know new listeners, maybe just want to introduce yourself and, and your show a little bit, just to to give everybody a, a heads up of, of who you are and, and what your what your podcast is all about. Oh sure, my name is Chad, and I host conversations in the DVC community. It's not necessarily about news and rumors; it's more about member opinions. And so it's like, what do members think about this? What's your DVC story? And it's all member focused because I look at it like this. I I bought into DVC knowing that it's going to be an awesome product and whatever Disney does next is going to be great. But I'm going to determine what I do next based on what you guys have done. So if you'll share your stories with me, I'll figure out what's cool and what will resonate with my values and I'll determine what I'm going to do next. And that's kind of the whole basis of the podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, I've been on the show. Uh, you had me on one of your first, what, 10 episodes? I think it was like number seven or something. So, Yeah, it was up there. It, w- it was up there. And I keep trying to get Damon and Trevor scheduled as well. So they've got an open invite. <laughs> Damon now has a new podcast, right? Now I'm allowed to talk about that? Yeah, we can so, talk yeah, about so that. Yeah, so I started a new podcast. So now I'm like busy on busy. And, you know, considering that I go to bed so early. I'm going to tell everybody, though, since... Again, my wife's in quarantine for a few weeks, so I've actually been up to like eleven. I had friends of mine that actually reached out to me, and they're like, "You're Whoa. still up?" And Whoa. I was like, "Yeah, I'm still up. It's eleven o'clock." That's but crazy. anyway, that all being said, I have a new podcast. It's called uh, Boomtron Podcast. That's kind of after our original website that we had, and it's a podcast about Netflix original shows. So movies. Gosh, I don't think we've actually done any movies yet, but more of series. So I know like for like the last one, we kind of covered three shows and our new upcoming feature is going to be actually talking with some of the cast from the shows. Um, I don't know if that's going to be something that we do live via sound bites or something that we do via, you know, some sort of email answers that we read on air. But if everyone could go out and listen and actually give me some feedback, we are only going to be in our second episode. And I'm actually looking for feedback. And you can always reach me at, oh, gosh, what's a good one? Um, Damon at bscKids.com. You can always send me an email. I'll have, a, I'll have an email for the podcast at some point. 
But anyway, thank you for uh, oh god, giving me Tiger some time. King and Damon in one no, I don't, podcast. I didn't do Tiger King? I didn't even finish it. <laughs> no. Yeah, he hasn't done that one yet. Which ones? What what shows have you reviewed already, though? So the what we're actually going to be covering because it's going to come out the same day. So we're doing the season two of The Hollow, which was phenomenal. Uh, the Flower Fight, the Great. Was it the big flower fight? The great flower fight? Whatever it is, the flower fight show. Is that and like the British Bake Off with yes, flowers? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yep, that one. And then we're covering also kind of talking about what we want to expect in season two of Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beast. And I think there was one more show. It was a Spanish show that my uh, co-host was talking about as well. So currently we have two people, but I think we're actually going to end up with maybe three or four. We're going to have two other people that are going to kind of rotate in and out regularly. And there may be sometimes like this show where we're Hopefully, there's all three of us, or there'll be all four of us there, and then sometimes it'll just be three or two of us. But, you know, again, something new, so any feedback is always appreciated. If you don't like something, that's kind of what we're looking for. But you know what I found is is that this show has been super helpful in, you know, getting me a little bit more prepared for a podcast, and gosh, Tom does a lot of work. A lot of work I don't want to do. A lot of work. I don't oh do. man, that feels so good to hear. I feel yeah. very valid. Doesn't it though? Because right I mean, it's a ton of work putting these things on. It is. It really is. I just want to get on and talk, right? That's what I do here, and that's what I want to do there, and that's what I do there. So that works out well for me. Well, because what you were doing before is you just were talking, and then magically it made its way onto the internet at some point. You didn't. You didn't have to see how the sausage was made. You just yeah. <laughs> and 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 again, it's it's funny because I had to find somebody that wanted to kind of co-host with me that wanted to do that work. And it, what's interesting is it's one of my friends grow, growing up and playing basketball with, and he's always wanted to do a podcast, but he could never find someone that was consistent enough to do it with. So I thought that I had a lot of expertise in that field, and you know, he decided he would do the heavy lifting and. And we have no, we have no Tom Google Doc though. We, 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 it's funny. The first episode was bad because we really had no, no Tom Google Doc. Now we kind of have like a pseudo Tom Google Doc. Not as good as the real Tom Google Doc. <laughs> you got to have the Tom Google Doc. That's the, that's, that's the key. It is definitely <laughs> the key. Well, because, you know, early on, we used to, pr- I, well, I think from the beginning, we always had an outline, although over time, my outlines have gotten less and less detailed, uh, although you yeah. say that the, they're more detailed, but I used to, you know, do a little bit more, but it's, well, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I find, though, in doing anything outside of, let's say, the the kind of the cool thing about Disney is, is that if you're a Disney person, you have some understanding about everything, right? So it doesn't matter what we really talk about. There's some sort of you know, opinion, thought, you know, you kind of know what's going on, even if it's a ride you don't like or an IP you don't care for. But what I found is doing something kind of outside of Disney becomes a lot harder because when you talk about, let's say, you know, shows on television, we had to, you know, kind of segment it down to just Netflix. And then you even take Netflix originals only. I I can't watch that much TV. So you kind of go into this thing saying, well, we're going to cover three shows every episode. What if you just don't like those shows? Right? <laughs> what if you yeah. don't watch those yeah. shows? You're kind yeah. of stuck. Where, where this is great because, you know, everyone that I would hope that's listening likes Disney. So we always kind of gain something out of it. You can always listen to one of our episodes and enjoy something of it. So, yeah, you, you make me realize, Damon, that I think there's about five shows on Netflix that I can name off the top of my head, and none of them were the ones you were talking about. So, so Trevor, <laughs> what's interesting is that The Hollow would be mm-hmm. a phenomenal show for you and your son to watch. Like, you would really, really like it. Okay, so well, I'll, you should look I'll have at to that. check that one out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Damon, are you doing Disney Plus shows too, or is this just strictly Netflix? Oh, so again, like, it's just Netflix originals for now, and if it becomes a larger podcast, I think what we would do is, like, um, you know, a Patreon of other 
streaming services. So they would be kind of separate, but it's a, you, it's a Tom, it's a lot of work, right? So again, uh, yeah, I know. we're covering three shows and it's already a lot of work. I can't imagine, you know, doing more than that. We're actually going to be every two weeks, the same day that, so I'm going to be recording two podcasts every time, you know, same oh, wow. weekend. Yeah. yeah. We did ours on Thursday. So we release Monday and then, you know, we'll do this one, but I think it will be nice to kind of get them both done in the same weekend. But again, a lot of, learned a lot from, from you guys, you know, and I appreciate that as well. We'll see, we'll see how it goes, but thank you for the time. Yeah, I'll pick it up. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out and I'll, I'll anxiously First one's not so, not so good. Listen uh, to the second one. I'll anxiously <laughs> await my invite onto the show. Uh, oh, uh, Hey, listen, guest, you so. guys, all you guys are always welcome. Always welcome. All right. All right. Awesome. I'm down. Go ahead, Trevor. Sorry. I, I was just going to say that David, you just got to say the pilot's never as good as, you know, the rest of the it, series. It never sure. is. I That's think true. I went back to make myself feel a little bit better. I went back and listened to our first couple episodes. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay. Not oh. so bad. It's brutal. It's brutal to it listen to those early ones. I, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Well, and, and you know, Chad, I, Chad, you do weekly, right? Or, well, you do yours kind of just you do them whenever you can and then release you release them weekly, right? Yeah, I, I record in batches and then I try to publish once a week and then we do a live show once a week as well. And this week I cheated and I made the live show the the podcast. So <laughs> that's what we do. So <laughs> how, how did Chad, how did your trivia stuff come out? I saw the first the first one and it seemed very interesting. Oh, it's doing really well. We had like nineties almost a hundred players last night. Okay. For a Friday night trivia. And mm-hmm. what it is is we live stream to Facebook and YouTube kind of co-hosting the trivia rounds. And then I have a, a software that I use that you just bring up a web browser on your smartphone, type in the address. And when I hit start, it starts a script and it shows you a trivia question and answers. And you touch the one that you think is right. And it's multiple guess, A, B, C, or D. And then at the end of a round of about 10 questions, it tells you where you're at in the pack and, you know, it's basically the NCN style trivia, the the pub style trivia, but it's all Disney questions and you play on your smartphones. And the other cool thing that we did was like when Tom comes in, we'll add a welcome homies list to the teams. And so everybody who plays can select what podcast team they're playing for. And then at the end of the night, we kind of rank them all up and tell everybody how they're doing. And so various podcast communities, we're all friends We'll start trash talking each other and seeing who can come out on top. Right now, the uh, team to beat is Kurt Stone over at Geeking on WDW. Hmm. We're gonna we're gonna have to change that. Uh, I I guess this is a good enough time to announce that I am going to host your trivia night at some point here soon. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we have you down for either next Friday or the yeah. Friday after. So, yeah, we're uh, we're gonna make that happen. Let, so let, we'll- let me know. I'll, I'll definitely play. For sure. My wife's in quarantine. She will definitely play. Yeah, she's she got, got nothing else to time, do. Right? Yeah, she got yeah, nothing, she time, got nothing right? else so. to do. <laughs> yeah, Great. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fun. You watch the stream on one screen, like a laptop or something like that, and then you play on your smartphone, or you could technically play in a second tab in the browser if you wanted to. It's smart enough to do that. But it's a lot of fun. We have we have fun, and I, I thought it was a great idea, Chad. I wanted to steal it, but no one would let me. No, I, I like you too much to steal it. <laughs> he was going to steal the a, idea. It was a very good idea. Just throw a welcome home logo on it. You know? hey, <laughs> we would never it. do that to Chad. Anytime you want to co-host a game, let me know, man. Even if you yeah, want to just borrow the software, we'll set it up, and you can run a, a private session just for the welcome homies or your new podcast and <laughs> whatever, buddy. We'll we'll take care of you. 
I'll I'll tell you this right now. I'm I'm writing these questions and I'm making them hard. I'm going to do some obscure wait, stuff. Wait, wait, say hold on a second. So you're <laughs> writing the questions yeah. and then we're going to try to win these questions. That yeah. doesn't seem fair though. <laughs> well, I'm giving Disney trivia. It's gonna, just going to be some, you know. But see, either 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 I'm going to be mad at you, Tom, because they were too hard, <laughs> or everyone's going to think we cheated if we win. See that that's a no win for us. Mm, yeah, we can't. Yeah, the collusion. We can't do any of the collusion stuff. Yeah, <laughs> actually, we've also figured out it's better to let my little team of volunteers write the questions. Yeah, I would because agree. if they're too hard, people quit. Okay, and they get mad. And if they're too easy, then it's just who can type it in the fastest, right? And then it's it's a speed contest, not a trivia contest. So through a lot of trial and error, we kind of have our 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 pattern here. And so we kind of have gotten good at it by now. But it's taken two months of doing this. Yeah. It's kind of like Disney Quizney. I love Disney Quizney. See ya. But, but they gave away a lot of money though. Chad, are you giving anything away? No. No. Oh, see? Okay. Now, yeah, as think, a matter of fact, uh, my Patreons end up supporting the platform because we don't have sponsors, we don't have ads, and that just makes it easier to get out there and share the uh, the deal because yeah. it started with this whole COVID, stay home, stay safe, stay magical. We wanted to give somebody, people something to look forward to and something positive with the parks being down and all the negative news from Disney and when are they opening and all of our vacations getting canceled and so we wanted something fun in Disney, and, and it really fits the bill. Trevor, I think you were going to say something. Sorry. Well, I, I was just going to mention that, you know, I, Tom, I, I would actually probably really enjoy whatever questions you come up with, but I know I'm not <laughs> normal in that. And that's <laughs> Well, because you would want the hard questions. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I, I would be that guy that would that would be in, like, the really weird, obscure stuff. So. We should make a, a really a difficult tri- trivia night, Chad. You should have one night where it's like these are all really hard questions. Okay, only only come if you're a Disney expert, you know. <laughs> and then ten people show up. See, that, that, that's what Chad's trying to tell you yeah. guys. I, I doesn't I work that way. Well, I know <laughs> some questions are like much harder than you think. For example, what color is Woody's vest? Well, it's brown, right? No, it's yellow. Well, no, the, he's, his shirt is like a yellow red check, isn't it? And then he's got the. I was just watching Toy Story oh, literally before yeah. we started recording this. <laughs> so, so the problem is you're both wrong, and it's cow, isn't it? What isn't it cow material? Oh, is it? Yeah, see, you're both see, wrong. You're right. That's, That's why. Hard. That's there. You go, Chad. Yeah, I'm thinking proving his shirt. Point. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Dang it. You know what? You're right. Because yeah, I was thinking of the yellow shirt. I mean, I wasn't even right because I knew it. I was right because I googled it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cheating. You can't Google things. <laughs> See, we have a fifteen second timer, so you really don't have a chance to go Ooh. Google it and kind uh, of. My Google <laughs> skills are really on point, Chad. <laughs> yeah, they're I, really I, on point. I, I think Damon's Google foo is high. Yeah, up. like I type one hundred twenty words a minute. <laughs> and I always have Google open, so I don't know. We'll That's, see. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, well, that's that's cool. Uh, they, yeah, we. I mean, we could start talking about the show. Yeah, so uh, we we uh, you know, we have Chad on. We wanted to bring Chad on because Chad was, uh, like I said, generous enough to include us in his app that he just put out. You know, people ask all the time for DVC to put out an app, and and really, there's not a good DVC app out there that, that will help you with your, your vacation and uh, you know, all the other questions you might have about DVC. So, so Chad has, has endeavored to uh, create an app from a, from a member's perspective, right. Where uh, of the things that a member might want to see. Right. So Chad, if you want to talk about, talk about your app, that would be, would be great. 
Yeah, well, this is our entry into the member tool space, okay? Because we're really trying to create this app to give members a little bit of a toolbox, okay? And I say that because it's not just a point calculator. We have, like, links in there to Tom's show. We have links in there to my show, uh, news feed from DVC News. Okay, we're really starting to build this thing out as a just to go beyond a point calculator app. And so one of the cool features that we did there was when you start talking DVC, everybody says, oh, you're going to save all this money compared to rack rate. Well, who calculates rack rate? Where do you go to find rack rate? Well, the answer now is you can come to our app because for the resorts that publish it, and so far everybody but Grand Cal publishes this, you can pull up the app, app, uh, you can pull up the app, put in your dates, and it'll tell you, hey, this is what the parking fees would be for this stay, but we don't have to pay it because we're DVC. This is what the rack rate is, the taxes are, and it'll show you some amazing figures. And you'll look at this and go, wow, I really feel better about my DVC purchase. The other cool thing that I did was I had Kenny come back in and I go, okay, Kenny, we need some fun water cooler talk. And so... I wanted this thing to be able to calculate a stay for 365 days or 366 last year because it was leap year. And so I'm going to give you guys a, a, a just a little question here. What do you think the most expensive DVC room is for 366 days consecutive? Like the most expensive for that entire stay? Yep. Well, it's got to be a grand villa, I would assume, right? I want to say the about- bungalows. Oh, a bungalow. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I might go with a bungalow. Yeah, it actually is. And so you can put into your into the calculator and say, come back in and do this. You guys want to guess how many points that is? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 53,903 points. There's a button on here that'll show you point breakdown, and you can see what it is per night. You can also see the cash rate per night. Do you guys want to guess what it costs? what the rack rate is to stay in this room for an entire year. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, gosh, I have no idea. And I'm not really giving you, it's not fair because it's not like the trivia night. Maybe I'll do a trivia night and throw one of these in here, but I don't so pay anyways, attention to the rack rate. So I don't, I don't pay attention to cash. <laughs> yeah, but this is just kind of fun stuff, right? So if, if you were to come back in and, and pay cash for this room, it would be $1.25, 888 dollars like 1.25 million okay 888 dollars for a year yeah <laughs> a bungalow <laughs> yeah 140 Jeez. about 141k in tax twelve thousand dollar parking fee and so all things said and done it's like 2.789 million or one point yeah all things said and done it's 1.278 million i just get tongue-tied with all of these numbers and some, some high numbers yeah, so, so that's kind of the fun water cooler stuff. And then I got another button on there that said, hey, what if you were to rent that through our partner DVC Rental Store? And it comes out to just over a million, which I'm sure they would round down to a million for you if you want to do that. <laughs> and then if you were to rent out those points, it would you your income would be 781000 Oh, wow. So yeah, it, it does that really cool. But that's like the year one, but... It'll do it for a vacation. You can put in here, um, like one of the things we struggle with is occupancy when you're a new DVC member. So if you're wondering where does your family of five fit, you can tell us how many people are coming with you and then make the filters just show you rooms that fit five people. 
So that was a really cool feature. And then like if you go to a one bedroom over at Saratoga, it'll say, hey, the five, the fifth person will fit here, but you need to bring your own bedding. So all of those like really weird gotchas we planned into the app just to help people somewhat smooth the learning curve of DVC. Hmm. That's great because, I mean, the learning curve is is pretty steep, right? I mean, for a lot of people. It really is. And so we looked at that, and the other part that we've got here is a, a function called stretch and splurge. So let's say you come back in and calculate out your week, and then you go, well, what if I moved? Okay. What else could I get for about the same amount of points? If you hit the stretch and splurge button, it'll show you every other room in DVC and you can rank them. So it's like, Hey, I could save a few points by moving down to old key West or for a few more points, I could get a boardwalk standard or for this, I could get that. And it'll let you see up and down where you're at to come back in and, and let you know how to plan out your points and, and, and where to target for your next vacation. And, 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 you know, to your point, I, I just, I just was on, you know, I'm on the app right now. I just pulled up my, my vacation that I have, coming up in uh you know in uh, september that i'm doing which is going to be 213 points it's a one bedroom savannah view at kadani for seven nights the rack rate for that uh would be uh 9478 dollars 1184 dollars in tax and then the 231 in parking fees but if we take out the parking fees we're just over eleven thousand dollars that would cost me to to do that trip so yep <laughs> that's amazing I, I would not have thought that was that much yeah, and that's the whole point of the app is to come back in and do this. And future releases, we're going to put in here where you can input your home resorts, your contracts, and estimate what you paid for them. So we'll be able to come back in and tell you, hey, you know, rack rate was eleven grand, but your actual cost on this was five or six. You know, however it comes out to with your cost per point and your dues. So we're really not done with the app. It's, it's kind of like Waltz in, in Disneyland. We're going to keep driving this thing forward because we want this thing to be the ultimate member toolkit to come back in and help plan out your stays and connect people and all kinds of cool stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, that's super. That's super handy. And yeah, like you said, you know, I, I've used the point calculators before, but yeah, you guys are definitely going way beyond what uh yeah just those basic point calculators that i usually find out there yeah it is and then visually we've got pictures in the app there's it's all coded in native script so that we could port it over to android or port it to iphones so it's available it's available on both platforms and we really did a really good job laying this thing out like a professional deal because my developer kenny this is what he does for a living so he looked at it like, man, this thing's my calling card if anybody needs an app produced. And so we really kind of took it to next level of coding as well. That's great. So it's it's out on iOS and, and Android now. Yep. People can go and download it. Yep. Anything I know, else you um, want to mention about it? Um, Let's see. Uh, key features in the app. I think we've covered most of them. It's a lot heavy financial today. Where we're going to be going in the next couple releases is going into like a meme calculator or a meme creator. So right now, if you come to the home screen after you've saved this, it has the little countdown timers that'll show you 180 day, 
60 day, 90 day, 30 day, all of those important numbers. And next version of it's going to be able to come back in and tell you when to cancel by. Thank you, coronavirus. Okay. All of a sudden, cancel cancel by dates have become top of mind for people. But when you save the calc, when you save the vacation in the app, it'll ask you, do you want me to save it to your local calendar on your phone as well? So you'll see it on all of your phones. Like when I save a vacation, it shows up on my Apple Watch because it's actually written to the calendar and gives you little notifications on that. So really cool stuff on the app. Yeah, great. I appreciate you sharing with us. I know I, I know a lot of our listeners will get uh, some use out of that for sure. So that's and it's it's definitely I like I said, eye opening to see eleven thousand dollars for my trip that I would have had to pay in cash. Uh, yeah, we take that for granted, so we definitely do. Yeah, for sure. So I, I appreciate you uh, talking about that, Chad. We uh, we had some listener topics left over from the last episode, and we wanted to do more listener topics because we are trying to keep things fun and light and different and not trying to talk about anything negative and, and having a good time. So, uh, and, and Gwendolyn actually had written all these would you rather questions for us in the last episode, and then I, I had challenged her to write some more. And so now we have a bunch of these would you rather. So we're just we're going to run through these, Trevor. I, I, and 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 you know Damon and Chad, obviously. Uh, Damon's been quiet. I think we put him to sleep. But uh, <laughs> no, I actually not because got of you, out for a second. I had to come back in. Oh my gosh. Okay, so it wasn't Chad. He wasn't bored by your app. He, he wasn't. He, <laughs> no, I just. I, I, well, let me let me rephrase. I didn't get kicked out. I was actually on Pinterest doing something and closed down the window by mistake. <laughs> I mean, if you really want me to be honest. <laughs> Don't be offended, Chad. He does the sus all the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's so. Damon. Like, this is just like par for the course. Well, so. It yeah. is. Yeah, I've come to expect it, know it, and like it. Yeah, right? well, yeah. You know, the problem is, is, like I said, you know, running the website, another website and doing all that, I kind of find this time when there's like a dead spot, like, oh, okay. Like, oh, I forgot to do that. And I go try to do it real quick. And normally I'm really good, but I don't know what happened. I clicked down the wrong window and, uh, <laughs> you just called him talking about his app a dead spot, David. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he didn't mean it, Chad. He loves you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're going to do would you rather. So the first one she has on here. Wait, is, wait a second. Hold on. I, I want to address that though, Tom. See, so Chad and myself okay, were yeah. talking about the app prior to the show even recording and i just you know i said it was funny for me again as everyone knows like i i think it's great information there's no doubt about it and i'm a numbers guy it's just when it comes to disney i don't really care so much i I don't go in on as many trips as you guys go on like i may have had it longer but because i'm usually only planning one trip a year because i'm going with my friends it, it almost turns into a I already know what that's going to be, right? The, the numbers for me are pretty easy. And then if I have leftover, I save. If I don't like, I only go once. I think that where Chad's app is, is really good is that, you know, if you're going to be planning a few trips a year and you have a certain amount of points, I think that's where it really becomes great trying to figure out, you know, how can I make the most use of the points that I have across the year? And that's not necessarily me, right? So not that I've dead spotted Chad's app. I think it's great. I go, you know, for the person going one trip a year, at least the way I do it, it doesn't make sense. But the other question that got brought up, Tom, is again, how many points do you have, Tom? Because me and Chad were talking because I was like, you know, I so I, I currently have a contract pending, so I'm waiting on. Yeah, how many know, points will you have all together after you're done? Oh, okay. So if that if that contract goes through, I'll have 310. Okay, I just I want to make note of that number because I have to have more. <laughs> He's got to write it down because Damon is thinking about buying a contract. Yeah, so I got to get past 310. So like, I'm just waiting for that contract that has. 
you know, see what I'm at 170, right? So I just need 141 points. 140. No, 141. Yeah. And I need 141 yeah, points. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. looking for that Saratoga contract that's uh, 141 <laughs> points. So if anyone has that. Yeah, you know, DVC. Oh, you got to beat them by a little. Just pick up a 160. They're common. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, there you go. You just got to, yeah, you got to extend the, the lead a little bit well, there. Well, I, I mean, I might sell my other contract, though, too. So I might drop back down to 210. So. Yeah, I, I can't okay. take that chance, though. <laughs> That's too big of a chance. <laughs> I know. It's we're going to have to have, no. we're going to have to have Derek on again, though, and, and Marissa, because I, I need to figure out what I'm doing is me and Chad were talking. I, I said to him, because, you know, he, he made a valid point. And I said, yes, but I never pay my, um, I never ever pay my contract cost, my loan on time at Disney and Disney never charges a late fee ever. So if I go resale, like I have to be more conscious of actually like paying my loan on time. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not that person. I don't know if I like that so much. Disney's really, I, I didn't realize that Disney was so oh, I'm uh, like, cool. sometimes I'm like four <laughs> weeks late. Yeah. <laughs> I just, dude, there's been months I just forgot. Like, oh, I forgot to pay Disney last month. And I'm like, I guess I got to pay him. And dude, no late fees, no nothing, which is great. That is nice. Well, we'll get them on here. And you should get on their app and do do like an alert. That's how I found my contract. I got an alert saying this is the perfect contract for you. Pick it up. I think I'm done with both of my contracts being paid next month. So it will be right after that that I'll be looking. That's kind of always been my plan. So did you get the same use here this time, Tom? Or yes, that was the reason I bought another contract was to get the same use here because Uh. (laughs) I, 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 yeah, I screwed up. So I getting different use years has been a pain, and I really regret every moment of it. (laughs) When I've tried to, especially now when I had to cancel my vacation, the amount of stuff we had to do just to make the vacation in April work with the two different contracts. It's a nightmare. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna find a contract that's the same use year as my original direct contract. And then I will I will offload the one that is the uh, other other use year the one I bought um, you know I whether I'm actually going to sell the other one we'll see I I might enjoy having all those points but uh, I don't know yes I, I am trying to get uh, get everything on the same use year that's the plan so we'll see we'll see what happens you know I, I, it's an Animal Kingdom contract and I know Disney likes to buy those back although they they haven't been buying it back a, a ton during this time but. Disney no, does. last month was goose eggs, so... Yeah, yeah, let's hope. <laughs> but they do like those Animal Kingdom contracts. So, anyway, anyway, we were going to do Would You Rather, guys. Uh, unless yeah. there was anything else. Go ahead, Trevor, <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say, are, are we going to go over this list, or...? No, never, no? never. Okay. <laughs> we're just going to go on weird tangents and stuff. Well, that's that's, why. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's do Would you rather get rid of the Epcot Lounge or Moonlight Magic? Events? Moonlight Magic. I'm going to start. Nope, you don't even get to start. I'm so adamant. Moonlight Magic can suck it. All right, I got... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. I'm just speechless. Like, <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. No, I, I actually am with you. I'd go Moonlight Magic. I like the Epcot Lounge. Damon, have you been to a Moonlight Magic event? No, I have no interest. That's past his bedtime, Chad. That's that's well, way one. It's way past my bedtime. Oh, okay. Two. What you're asking me to do is randomly plan my trip around these rando events, and that's just not what I do. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. You see, I'm actually in the same boat with you, Damon, but for a slightly different reason is that I've actually, I've had one previous attempt at Moonlight Magic, which got killed. 
And the one coming up in October is very much in danger right now. So, yeah, maybe I just don't want them there because it seems like every time I stand a chance of getting to a Moonlight Magic event, it just gets canceled anyway. So, <laughs> I'd, I'd say cancel Moonlight Magic in a heartbeat if it meant that we could have a lounge in another park. But, but that's, that's not really the question. That's not it? the question. Yeah. But <laughs> still, the, that that Epcot lounge is nice. And even my parents, who are not DVC members, when we went up there, they were like, "This is really nice." So yeah, I would I would keep the Epcot lounge. It's nice, but at the end of the day, it's a sippy cup full of Coke. Okay, come on. Yeah. Well, it's also the, oh. yeah, but but I think that you're <laughs> underestimating that sippy cup of Coke. <laughs> now, granted, it's a retail value of $15 for the sippy cup of Coke. And, well, how many but, drinks are you drinking? Because I would say by the time my family gets up there, we're probably through at least 15. So 15 drinks. Wow. Yeah, but you could get free refills. So I'm really only counting it as five. Okay. Free refills where, though? Wherever you mean, like at a restaurant or something? Yeah, like electric umbrella. Uh, I mean, maybe, but there's snacks. When we had that. There's there's feet relaxing. Yeah, that that's the bigger thing for me is it just that break from the chaos. What about like percussion it, massagers, a, uh, Trevor? What if they had them in there? Oh, I I'd be down for that. Yeah, feet massaging. Absolutely. That's what we should do. We should cancel all moonlight magic and put feet massagers in there. <laughs> just just you know just put masseuses in general. They just you know have See, a now person. You're getting a little there. crazy. Now you're getting crazy. <laughs> How about just chairs? So so think about this from a financial standpoint, right? So you figure what massage chairs are. What five thousand dollars? Figure what they break. The people would yeah. break them because you know savages and all that. So you figure you have to do <laughs> twenty of them three times a year. So let's say sixty. Dude, cancel all moonlight magic and give me give me twenty massage chairs in there. I'm good with that. <laughs> this moonlight magic, magic events probably cost a lot of money to. Yeah, put that's on, what I'm saying. Yeah. They're over half million each. So oh, they've, they've got some budget. They've got some budget to open up some lounges and and somewhat pimp my lounge, so to yeah. speak. I I see. I value the Epcot Lounge. Like I like do too, a lot. I value it for more for like sitting and and sitting down for a little while, getting some air conditioning, cooling off, charging my phone. You know, that's what I value it for. Not necessarily the free oh, soda, the although drinks, I do though. like the free yeah, soda. The drinks. I mean. Yeah, yeah, because you. Yeah, but we need longer hours on them because they they close at like six. And that's so perfect. I'll, I'll agree I, on that. I'll no, agree. I'll agree on that. Six o'clock closing yeah. is perfect. I say stay open till park closing. That's what I'm thinking. Or an hour yeah. before park closing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then you would also it would be prime fireworks viewing area. Oh, yeah. could you imagine that? If you could watch the, that'd probably be neat to watch it from there. Be, Although I don't know what kind of view you'd though. get. Yeah. There's, <laughs> I don't. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I'm in the Epcot Lounge, I'm always thinking to myself, like, ah, you suckers out there in the heat and the humidity. I'm here in the air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. That's my one time no, where I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I'm, I'm more in there, like, <laughs> why are your feet up on the chairs? Why are your feet up on the chairs? Oh, yeah. Why are your shoes off? Why are your feet up on the chairs? Like, that's more of what I'm like in the lounge. All right, let me get another drink. Why are your feet up on the chairs? <laughs> <laughs> why are you laying down across four? chairs like why are you doing that that's more of what it happens to me is you really really want somebody's stinky feet like massaging you (laughs) and that's what happens in that place people people like lounge out across like four chairs i've seen people take two chairs and lay on both of them like that's usually what i'm thinking about going to you savages (laughs) wow okay (laughs) well okay let's go to the next one here we've talked about that one let's uh 
I, I don't. I actually don't like the number three on here. Why? Go no. Swim at Swim at Stormalong Bay or take a safari at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Why don't you like that? I don't I'm a beach don't club owner. Stormalong Bay for the win. Yeah, I'm swimming at Stormalong Bay, of course. Safari at Animal Kingdom. No. Mm, I gotta go swimming. That's far more interesting to me. Yeah. All right. All right. Fine. Stay Ocean View at Alani or Grand Cal for Christmas. Ooh. Grand Cal every day. Oof. That's that good. one's tough. No. Grand Cal, I would absolutely stay at the Grand Californian for Christmas. I think I'm going to have to go Grand Cal, too, just because I don't want the extra five hours of flight. It's already going to take me five hours to get to Grand Cal. I don't want another five plus to get to Alani. Well, and plus that entrance into California Adventure is worth it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I might go. You know what? I've never been to Hawaii, so yeah, I'm going I'm to take the opposite view. I'm going to go Ocean View at Alani. I'm going to go Grand Cal. Man, I'm in the minority on that Ouch. Well, right. you know what's interesting is that Alani is just not Disney. It's Hawaii. Like, I've never been. So, listen, I've never been. So I, I, I'm just yeah, speaking yeah. about what I feel it would be like. Yeah, that's, that's not the vibe that I get from talking with people. I'm supposed to be going next summer, and I'm I'm shooting for a Grand Villa there. So, But from what I gather, it's uniquely Disney with uniquely Hawaiian culture. Are they blend the there's two. rides there? No, I'm being You've facetious. Nature's right? theme park. I'm being right facetious, there. right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But David's Mother Disney Nature's Disney theme park. Yeah. yeah. There's not rides there, so again, I can suck it. I wish that was my <laughs> word of the week. Right next door. Where'd Katie go? If I needed Katie to send me a word of the week, I should have been suck it. I feel like you're coming up with a new segment now called uh, Damon's. I don't even know what we call it, but it's it, you have like a catchphrase where you go, "This thing at Disney suck." It. Like that's <laughs> it's Damon's disses. <laughs> uh, there's no, there's been no dissed by Damon. There's been no detours because there's been nowhere to go. There's been no no, no travel. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> the last few months have been a detour. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, let's say, uh, so this is almost a, which would you, you know... Rather not do? <laughs> which would you hate less? Uh, you know, the internal bus system at Oki West or Saratoga? Oh, I don't think it matters. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Look the same, it depends right? on where I'm staying, okay? If I'm up near Hospitality no, House, it's, it's, the buses are, Chad, it's the are, worst are, for are manageable. It's the worst spot for both of them, or the best spot for both of them. It's not like a... You don't get to say where you're staying, so it's either you the best spots of both of them or the worst spots. I've it's never best stayed spot at both. I'm so. going Oki West. If yeah, it's, see, I, I've never stayed Saratoga, so I can't really comment. You know what night is nice about Saratoga? And again, I've never stayed at Oki West either to know. But sometimes, like even to get off at the wrong stop and walk at Saratoga is fine. That's what we do sometimes. Yeah, you got that option there. So yeah, I've had enough bus. I'm just getting off and walking. But see, if you're up front at Oki West, you can hop off at the first stop coming in, and then you can get on on the last stop going out. So it's right there. L- the last stop going out sounds suck. Yeah, I, I I did that at we stayed at Caribbean Beach a few years ago, and that was not good because either the bus right. is full or you're standing right, Trevor. Yep, yeah. yep, that was it. It's, if you rope drop, if you don't rope drop, it's empty no matter when yeah, you go. Rope drop though. Oh, I don't rope drop. <laughs> Lots of people. I love rope drop. Yeah. That's like the whole point of Disney is rope drop. Rope drop can suck it to borrow a David's <laughs> <Yeah>. term. <laughs> no, rope, rope drop's the best. 
That's funny. Uh, <laughs> all right. So sleep a fifth adult in a studio. Oh, wait, we didn't get Trevor's answer. Trevor, I, and I didn't give an answer either, I guess, for Oki West or Saratoga. Well, I I mean, kind of like the other guys are saying, it's neither here nor there. So I guess I would say Oki West. I, I'm going to say Oki West as well, because I have stayed there and I did not mind the internal bus system there. I actually thought it was pretty fast and not too bad. So I'm going to say that one. All right, so sleep a fifth adult in a studio at Polynesian, uh, Beach Club, or Boardwalk. I think that's called doing a vacation. <laughs> like, it, it, so here, here's how it goes for me. I mean, are we talking a fifth adult? Like, as in yeah, you're both adults. Hold on, so what, what does adult mean, right? Because my daughter in Disney's eyes at nine years old is an adult, right? So <laughs> that changes the question. Are we talking about an adult or are we talking about a Disney adult? All right, let's, let's say, let's say it's, your your grandmother. I, I don't stay in. The, I don't stay in the same studio as anyone besides my immediate people that have come out of my loins at this point, or my wife. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I would say that neither, none, none of the none above. Of the above. <laughs> I'm paying to get them their own room. That's what I'm doing. There's my there's my option. There you go. Okay. I, I think I think you got to go poly, right? Because uh, the the extra the extra bathroom in there, right? Yeah, yeah. The the two or kind of two bathrooms. I think it would be a little more manageable than the. And other you ones. could at least put the guy who snores into the poly bathroom. You know, yeah. somewhat close oh, the door. You there you go. Yeah, the bathroom is big enough to sleep someone. That'd be weird to sleep in a bathroom. But what about my daughter who sleeps in the closet? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a closet's one thing. I, I can see sleeping in a closet. Bathroom is just kind of weird. But I guess it's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So how about have a guaranteed week for Christmas or for spring break? I'm going Christmas. Of course. Anyone who says spring break is lying. Yeah, I'm going Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It's just too hard Christmas. to get Christmas. Well, it's not only too hard to get Christmas, but spring break is just is nuts and it's hotter and there's no special decorations. Cause, cause I think just, you have the same amount of people, right? Which is called over the top probably, at yeah. either one. So, yeah, at least I, yeah, I, Christmas is Christmas, right? <laughs> so what? What? Is, there's better food. There's all sorts of stuff. I guess spring break is, is warmer though. Yeah. That's the only the only good thing is right. Sp- spring break is warmer, so you can do more of the water parks. And eh, that's yeah, subjective. I, 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 yeah, because I I would prefer colder personally. I, I don't I don't want it to be warmer. I want it to be colder. I was swimming in November, so yeah, I don't. <laughs> That's care. true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Do a resort only stay at Animal Kingdom or Saratoga? I think this is easy. I go Animal Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I, I don't think that one's fair. Why? I mean, I, I well, I would have the animals to look at. So what? Yeah, like. What David's saying Saratoga, Saratoga on this. He's saying Saratoga. I know. Of course I am, because you know what I've realized is that going there the last time, not, this, these are pretty much the only two resorts I go to, um, you know, on reg- regularly. Animal Kingdom is great until I've seen the animals, right? I, I know what they look like now, and the food can suck it. So, you know, and the pool is just small. And it's bread always- service, bro. The bread service. Okay. No, he doesn't like any of those that. restaurants. I don't like, he doesn't like, restaurant. I don't like any of the restaurants there. Or Boma, nothing. And They're all great. I like actually walking around Saratoga more than I thought. I'm going to say Saratoga. I'm going to be in the minority here. I'm okay with that. No, no, and, and I will give you as well the Turf Club. Okay, that's a great restaurant. I, I just really don't like anything at Animal Kingdom restaurant-wise at any all. Food, anything food-wise? No, yeah. none. 
Sorry. I, I, yeah, I apologize I, I, to everyone, but that's, they, they know that's the truth <laughs> for me. Like you, you know that because that's all I do is complain about that every time I have to go there. And my friends that I go with are animal kingdom people. And I always stay at animal kingdom. The last time we went was the first time that we didn't stay together at animal kingdom with them. And I was like, Oh my goodness, the food here is so much better for me. I get it. I don't blame you. So Chad, so Chad, you're on the animal kingdom trade and I think you are tre- Trevor too, right? Yeah. I've actually done a resort only at Animal Kingdom, or at least I tried to make it resort only. It didn't end up that way, but we we tried it. <laughs> what, you just end up going to the parks eventually? They ended up giving us tickets to accommodate some goof up that they made, and so, yeah. Nice. All right, let's see. Uh, Grand Villa or separate studios for a small family reunion of 12 people? I say separate studios. Depends on how many people have to be in each studio. Four. Let's say four. Yeah, let's go with four. <laughs> Ooh. Yikes. How many? Wait, the Grand Villa has only how many bathrooms? It's all going to be a bathroom thing for me. What's the what's the person to bathroom ratio better at? So four it's people four at studios bathrooms. is three bathrooms, it's, right? Yeah, unless you're talking poly. Okay. okay. Let's, let's take that off the table. You're going to get more bathrooms per person in a Grand Villa. Then I'm Grand Villa. I need, I, I need more bathrooms. I'm going Grand Villa for the simple fact that that's what makes the grand family gathering and all being together and being able to cook a meal or bake cookies together or hang out together in a living room. Did you say bake cookies? Yeah. On a vacation? Yeah. (laughs) Haven't you seen the DVC tour tour videos? Some people cook. Some people cook. They don't work for us Canadians. You can, you can, yeah, you can just walk out and get whatever snack you want, but you're going to bake cookies in the Grand Villa. (laughs) Yeah. Heck yeah. Those little Pillsbury ones that you don't have to mix anything. You just get fresh hot cookies because then you get some cold milk. I really like you, but this is, this this is, this is even too much for me. (laughs) Baking cookies. I, okay. Baking cookies can suck it. <laughs> okay. Dude, I, I will go check this. out the DVC marketing videos. They got people baking cookies. But does that make it right? I mean, there's a lot of things on TV that aren't right. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it. We've, we we make oh, tacos yeah. quite regularly when we're there. <sighs> I, I have to go on mute for a second. <laughs> so so I, I will say this. If they actually sold like a cookie kit that was like, some sort of cookie that you get in the park that you can make in your grand villa. I would be interested if I'm just making cookies there. Uh, again, being a Canadian, it's already hard enough getting down there. I can't see myself trying to figure out all the stuff necessary to make cookies in a grand villa. Yeah, I mean, does the oven temperature thing delivery. screw with you? Is that what it is? Like, or no, no it's just getting, <laughs> getting all the ingredients. The grocery yeah. order. The grocery order. Right? Yeah. yeah, I can see if you're making them from scratch, but I'm talking about like the Pillsbury comes in a like a log and you just still needs to be cookies. refrigerated, oh. though. You've got a grand villa. You've but got he's a coming in oven, a microwave. <laughs> he's coming from Canada. Well, no, he's not putting in his cooler and bringing it. He orders it plane. to the room. He orders it to the room yeah. with his script. So, so he picks That's up the phone instead of ordering Instacart, from Amazon Prime. My goodness. So instead of ordering from like <laughs> the restaurant that can, you know, give you any dessert you yeah. want, you're calling up to order cookie dough. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Because there's is, something about is, fresh baked cookies, like warm. <laughs> this has changed my opinion altogether of all of you guys. That's all I'm going to say. This cookies. is amazing. No, uh, listen, I'm on your side. I, I don't want to cook anything ever in my villa. I want to I want to go and eat at all the restaurants. I, that's half the vacation for me, I, is eating at the restaurants. Tom, I'm with you, man. 
Yeah, that's and, half the vacation. The sweets and everything, man. I'm a sweet. I have a sweet tooth. I love all the sweets at Disney. I, I, that's what I want to eat. I don't want to eat cook Pillsbury cookies. <laughs> I'm with you. All right. <laughs> now that that being said, the smell of fresh baked cookies, uh, you know, sticking around in the Grand Villa, that would be nice. I would like that. <laughs> but well, you, you know, you can go hang out at the bakery on Main Street and do that. Too. There you that, go. That's that's true. Yeah, that's true. All right, all right. <laughs> this has gotten out of control. <laughs> I, sorry, just to put in my two cents also on the Villa versus yeah, yeah, yeah. Studios. Um, studios, only because as much as I love my family, we need our space. So Fair. so yeah. for me, it is space, and we absolutely would do the studios. Well, you know what the other thing is, too? It depends, I guess, when people... If Again, if we're talking park visits as well, and when people are going to the park, and is everyone going to the park together at different times, or people waking up early, I guess the wake-up schedule could make a difference to that as well. Yeah. And, and yeah, in my family, kind of like her, you know, I, I have my parents and my brother, they all operate in totally different schedules than what I do. So, and you know, what's actually interesting for me is that the, the Grand Villa also has this whole thing where if my kids wanted to be up, you know, they could be up and I could be sleeping at six o'clock like I like to. You know, they could just be up in another part of the Grand Villa. Wait, Chad, did you, have you stayed at the Grand Villa, you said? Yeah, a couple of times. Okay. It's roomy, right? Oh, they're incredibly, they're, they're more spacious than you could ever imagine. The one at Copper Creek is just insane. The Animal Kingdom ones have a pool table. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so the last one we have on here is have a new resort open adjacent to Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios. I think we should add in all the, all the, the parks to this. I think... Because there's been a rumored one for at the Epcot entrance why, forever now. So why don't you, I why don't you like our listeners? Why do you have to change the question? I just want to add Epcot into it. That's all. Well, I well no, because this is an either or. It's not an either or and. There you go, Trevor. Get him. I'm just Get him, I'm saying the list is incomplete. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You're violating my programming mentality here, Tom. Would you rather? <laughs> I mean, okay, so uh, but like, okay, let's play for a second though. Animal Kingdom Lodge is pretty much adjacent to Animal Kingdom, is it not? It doesn't have. Well, she's saying like Grand Cal. It like it's yeah, not like Grand Cal. Okay, fine, all right. Yeah, but nobody has that except for Grand Cal. But this is the whole, that's the whole point. That's of the, the question. whole point of our question. Yeah. yeah, that's the question. But what I'm saying is, all of the the parks should have this option. So, I should be able to. Don't pick you any wish you, like, you had this little mute button like you do in in you know Zoom <laughs> just for Tom as the organizer? You just mute no. Tom and be like, No, Tom, sorry. <laughs> it's an either so, or, so he, Tom. So Hollywood Studios. All right. I would say Animal Kingdom only because Hollywood Studios is getting the Star Wars Hotel. I was going to say, you're right. Star Wars but, is going to be but, the walk in the second. Hollywood Studios also has Skyliner, which Riviera darn well is Pretty almost much. there. It's yeah. close enough. Yeah, but the Star Wars Hotel does not count. Why not? Because it's it's going to be such a... It's adjacent. It will be adjacent, but it's not like everyone... Is it not a new resort, Damon? <laughs> I don't Read believe it's a new resort. I believe it's a new specialty resort, Chad. Oh, okay. All right. Who's modifying the question now, David? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Star Wars isn't a regular resort. That's going to be some. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> All right. I, I, I'll go. I'll say Animal Kingdom. All right. <laughs> Did everybody get their answer? No, I don't like the down. food at Animal Kingdom in general. So I'm going to say Hollywood Studios if I want to go out to get, you know, cookie dough or something. 
All right, <laughs> cookie dough. <laughs> All right. Well, we've done. Would you rather? I'm gonna I'm gonna do our ad now since we're we're already halfway through this thing. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and do our ad for our friends at DVC Resale Markets. That, that sounds good. And then we can do a couple more of these uh, listener questions and get into some other stuff. Yeah, do it. All right, let's do this thing. DVC Resale Market is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 11 former Disney Vacation Club guides and two former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you are thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market, where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days and nearly 3,000 contracts sold in 2019 alone so go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS that's 1-844-382-7767 of course please let them know that welcome home sent you uh, that's dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS you guys know them we've we've I, i'm buying a contract a second contract from them so it's i'm not just telling you about them because they're our sponsor i would tell them about you regardless because they are our friends and they uh take care of people and they do a great job for uh for for members and for those that are buying new contracts the uh, most seamless process i swear they're so easy to deal with and it's oh, yeah. uh, they <laughs> really take care of you so i i mean right yeah i mean chad you bought contracts from them trevor's bought co- contracts yeah and so they are just the best. They're they're great to work with. They're super simple. They give you really easy instructions. They make everything seamless. So uh, DVCResaleMarket.com. Let them know, you know, you heard about them from Welcome Home. We we hear all the time from them that uh, you guys are reaching out to them and, and buying contracts or selling your contracts. So thanks for doing that. We appreciate it. All right. All right. Do you guys want to do any of these other questions or should we move on to some news items? Do we want to do any more questions? Let's do Dan's question. Yeah, Dan's got a good one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, what are your thoughts about making a DVC resale purchase with the? Which is this is a good transition, right, from our ad. What are your thoughts about making a DVC resale purchase with the sole intention of using it for one big trip? Example: buying a contract with double or triple points, borrowing from the next year, and using the points for a three-bedroom villa or for a group of twelve, then turn around and sell it. And and Chad, I think you you have some experience doing this. Yeah, I actually did. I flipped a contract and I had DVC resale market find me a buyer for it when I was done. And absolutely, Dan, you can come back in. You make all of your money on the buy. Okay. You have to legally steal this contract in order to do it because you're paying commission and closing costs and you've got to overcome that. But if you can get that buy low enough, that's where you're at because you'll never be able to sell it above resale or above retail. Just doesn't happen. So you're saying you got to get a good deal. Yeah. Sorry, Trevor. I didn't mean to step on you. I, I was going to say, I, so I guess the trick is, is making sure that you're not hitting low enough that uh, it gets a uh, right of first refusal, right? Well, even if it does, you have to put in offers that are so low that you don't care if it does. Because if they take it, great. If they don't take it, then you got a deal. And then you just have to keep fishing for them. That's the only way to do it. Hmm. Okay. But, so, so what? Yeah, I get Go ahead. I'm sorry, Trevor. Sorry, I was just gonna say. Yeah, I guess it's it's not just like a hail mary contract. Is you you have to kind of be looking at across the the board on this, right? Well, you're yeah, you've got to be finding something that's incredibly low and somehow passes Rover. Like right now, with them not buying anything back, would be a good time. But you've got to find a seller who's willing, and we're back into a seller's market, believe it or not. So when does it when does it become cost effective? Like how many times would you have to use it to sell it back? 
where it makes sense with all the costs involved. Yeah, there was only an app for that. Damon. That's, uh, you see, you see where I'm leading you, right? <laughs> you see where I'm leading <laughs> well, you. That was, <laughs> that was amazing. So your app will do that, though. That Chad, your your app will tell you that, right? Well, it'll tell you what the, what the it'll tell you what the rack rate is, and the next version we're working on will tell you what your cost was to come back into it. But we we're getting some feedback that people want the financials and other people don't. So it'll probably be ping ponging on the releases, but yeah, you could come back in and it's, you make your money on the buy here and you've got to buy low and then sell at retail. Okay. Cause, cause you really have a hard time getting above market prices for a contract. But again, if you're selling at retail, but you use six years, that changes the whole equation. Six years of points per se. It does, but that's a little bit different question than what he asked because he's talking oh, about buying one, and stripping the points for, off for blood. one trip. I got you. Yep, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we got our answer on that. I mean, I, I've never tried to accomplish that before, but you you certainly could, uh, like you said, by by making the right decision, buying the right contract, right? Yeah. So cool. I, I did want to read uh, Chris's question here. I, I think this is uh, really important. He wants to know how to distinguish between Genesis and Phil Collins solo stuff. And he said he guesses wrong every time. I, I don't know the answer to this. I got nothing. You got, I, I listen know, to hip hop, so I'm out. I listen yeah. to hip hop. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, this is not. A, it's not in my wheelhouse, really, oh, at man. all. If it's the Tarzan song. It's solo. Just saying. There you go. That's, <laughs> ah, okay. There you go. there you go. If it's anything from Tarzan, <laughs> that's all I, I got, that, man. I just thought that was a funny question. Thanks for that, Chris. <laughs> he <laughs> he did want to ask for real though. He wanted some uh, information about the financial fundamentals of first timers looking at DVC. And again, this is a great place, Chad, Chad, where your app comes in. He's on on the fence about whether to buy a resale or direct, and and the timing of it. And you know, it said the next two years seem like a horrible time to buy with a, a possible backlog of demand and and weird point distributions because of the closures. Is what what he's saying here. But go ahead, Chad. Well, I think he's right. It is going to be a little bit more difficult coming back in and using points here. But with people, whenever people are selling their contracts, their points are taken out of the market right now because you've got to have no reservations on there. So if there was a big people selling right now, then that would be good for the market because all of those points go out of it because you can't be making a reservation. You can't be holding a reservation while you go through that transition period. And from the time the person decides to sell the contract and it ends up in the next person's hands and they can book it as a minimum of about three to four months. And then you're going to be looking at using the 11 month window on your new contract because you bought it at a specific resort for a reason. So it's really going to take like a year out of points every time somebody goes and sells. So that'll be a little bit of relief there. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Go ahead, Trevor. Also, uh, to that end, I would I would also say like yeah, the, the next two years are going to be weird, but you're not just buying the next two years either. Like it's it's a, yeah, it's a much longer contract, and yeah, it'll be weird at to the start, but that may actually work out in your favor a little bit. Kind of like what you were saying, Chad. 
Yeah, that 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 makes that makes total sense. You, you're not buying it for the next two years. You're buying it for the next forty some years, most likely, depending on what you buy, right? So thirty, let's say thirty some years. You know, it could be could be in that range. So, uh, yeah. So that's a good, great question, and I, I would definitely say, Chad, your app can kind of help with the. Do you have a thing that's a difference between resale and direct on on that app, or no? No, that's coming in the next version. So or. Okay. Like one dot four, one dot five, kind of uh, a deal. We're at one dot three now, so because I know that's a that's a, always a question people have, right? Should I buy? Should I buy direct? Should I buy re, buy resale? Should I buy both? You know, that's the the question we get a lot. Yeah, and it really does. Buying resale boils down to you're going to pay less per point right now, and you're going to take some level of restrictions buying a resale right now. You're either not going to be able to stay in the new resorts, or you're only going to be able to stay in your home resort if you buy Riviera. And then other than that, there's the blue card benefit, you know, which you can determine for yourself. I mean, we, the vast majority said Moonlight's not worth it, which I think it's one of the best blue card benefits out there. And the Epcot lounge to me is it's okay, but I, it's never usually open when I try to do it past six o'clock. So don't get me wrong, Chad. I want to go to Moonlight Magic. I just have never, I, I was supposed to go to the one in, in April and then it got canceled. So I want to go. It just never is taking place during my trip. So, and, and Trevor wants to go too, but Trevor. Second has, time know, <laughs> that yeah, I'm trying to go. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's just for whatever reason, it seems like every time Trevor tries to go, uh, you know, there's something happens where he can't. So, <laughs> you know, we all want to go, I guess, except for Damon. Damon doesn't want to go late at night. So, but anyway. So okay, let's. Did you guys take a look at this uh, concept art for Disneyland for the Disneyland DVC hotel? Yeah, um, that like everybody it. wants to buy into. Well, yeah. I, I, oh, I'm drooling. I'm drooling. Right, like, uh, yeah. I, I, I like the the way that they um, they made that gradual step down on it, so that yeah, like they said, it is less imposing, and honestly, it'll probably look a hundred times better than Paradise Pier at uh, Disneyland. So it so for those that haven't seen this, you can you can do some research out there. So essentially this building is going to be 12 stories tall at the tallest point and it like does like a gradual it almost does like a step down uh to five stories at its at its shortest point so it kind of it almost blends in like it says says on here you know blends in with the neighborhood and if you see the pictures of it it kind of it does it and that's the thing about Disneyland that's a little bit weirder right they they have to really take into account the the visuals of things because they're essentially in a residential area right yeah it's, oh yeah yeah it's it's weird because literally like you you walk a block away from that hotel and it is just homes so yeah, they, they are trying to be very cognizant of not um, overshadowing the area, even though it's clear like you're you are in the Disney bubble. Um, uh, I guess the, the fact that they're being considerate of that says a lot to me, just about Disney and generally the way that they're they're trying to bring these things in without upsetting too many people. <laughs> Well, and the and the and the Anaheim uh, Town uh, Council that you know needs to approve all this stuff, right? So <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, keep in mind, none of this has actually been approved yet. They're still going through that. Yeah, exactly. Chad, They've got you approval say for demolition stuff. There's some yeah. big signs up there now saying that they can start to take some things down. Yeah, but okay, they're but- st- they're still going through all the uh, the stuff with the Anaheim board. I actually, you're right. I I, I did see those uh, approvals, but. That that doesn't mean that the it's like full on green light at this point either. 
Yeah. Correct. I, I'm just being it, reserved. <laughs> to me, it doesn't well, even sound like they have before, their plans right? finalized. Yeah. Right. So we've gotten burned. So go ahead. Sorry, Chad. What were you going to say? I don't even think their plans are finalized from reading the article yet. It's still in a state of flux and they're still proposing things. Well, it kind of seems like from the last concept art we saw, like it seemed like it was just a regular tower the last time we saw concept art. Now they're really kind of refining this and making it that step tower. I don't think that was in the last concept. I think they've really refined it now to to have this this look to it that can blend in a little bit better. That, that's kind of what it seemed like to me. I, I don't know. Yeah, the last concept art that we saw was from the perspective of inside the Disneyland Hotel courtyard. Because this tower will be the fourth one in the square, so, or rectangle, so to speak. And it was from the inside of the rectangle looking at it. And then yes. the step-down part is on the back side of that. So it could have been there before. We just didn't see it. Now we just have a little bit more details. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. It's, yeah, the it's it, it, from the front side, yeah, you won't notice the difference. But I, I think... You know, kind of like what you were saying, Tom. They're 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 trying to make sure that the backside, even though they want it to be a larger space, because it is going to be DVC. Because um, because if you look at those towers, they're not the Disneyland hotel towers are not really that big. Yeah, I mean, in in terms they're, they're of a lot smaller. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I I see where they're 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 basically just trying to squeeze in as much. Um, as many hotel spaces as they can into this area, which yeah, obviously is, you know, they can go, they can move it out further on the back, but they want to make sure that it's not just a giant block there because people will say, you know, what the heck is this? <laughs> yeah. And it, and it looks like based on these plans too, that they're going to have uh, the grand villas are obviously going to face out toward the theme park. So the grand villas are going to have a theme park view. And then also some two bedrooms are going to have it and some studios as well from, from what they're showing on here. So, so I mean, that's what I would expect that they'd have a theme park view for those. Uh, makes sense, right? Uh, and, and it's interesting too, because they're going to have those tower studios too, uh, that, that are in the Riviera that I think are, I, I think are a cool idea. And, and I would have loved if, you know, when, it, when I was kidless, uh, would have been great. But, you know, now I wouldn't use that, but uh, I know it's great for a lot of couples. So that's that's a cool thing that they're putting in there, too. So but but it sounds like I know Chad and Trevor, you guys are probably both really interested in this in this hotel once it happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely am. I would make Disneyland my home park if I could deal with the airfare to get from Detroit to L.A. And I love my Grand Cal contracts. Love them, love them, love them. We can only go every other year just simply due to the expense of getting five people out to L.A. and back. Plus your annual passes don't work and everything else. So it's, it's an expensive proposition, but that being said and done, I'm looking forward to this thing coming online. Yeah. The funny thing is, is for us, it's, it's the cost to get a grand Cal contract. It was cheaper for us to get a poly contract, even factoring in, you know, the, the travel from where we are to Florida and everything. But if this place comes in, at um you know cheaper points for for this new one that'll definitely swing it the other way for us where yeah staying at Disneyland would actually be cheaper well that's closer for you too it's so much closer for you yeah it's well yeah it's like a two-hour flight versus a five-hour flight that's nice yeah <laughs> oh yeah and if you get their flex annual passes that they have there that's what we would be looking at doing the, the kind where you have to come back in and reserve a day ahead of time to, in, a, in order to be able to get into the parks. 
Yeah. 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 They have a bunch of different tiers there that uh, they don't have in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely, definitely a lot different when it, when it comes to that. Cause, and obviously a lot of more of the, the clientele in, in Disneyland is, is uh, annual pass holder as opposed to just, you know, tourists in general. So it's definitely a whole different ballgame over there. But I, I think this looks really interesting. And, and, and hopefully these kinds of things, these kinds of designs and stuff are going to make the Anaheim, uh, uh, council there be a little bit more willing to approve this. And it seems like they've been a little less combative lately than they have been in the past. So at Disney, not, I, I believe is not asking for tax incentives this time around, although, you you know who knows maybe that'll change so hopefully that means uh we'll be in good shape you know maybe they'll prove it this time we'll see yeah well most local governments now are kind of revenue starved so doing something to promote more business right now is kind of favorable for local governments to get that tax coming in that's true yeah that's true so I, I want to talk. I wanted to talk. We actually got this question as something to talk about on the on the episode, and and I don't know if Damon's gonna if Damon will wake up for this one, but <laughs> Damon probably doesn't care about leadership shakeup, but or maybe he does. I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, but we have uh, there was a Th- whole this lot is of the different, stupidest uh, bit of information. Who cares? It's not a stupid. It's not stupid though. It's important. But. Oh, I'm going to change that perspective, Damon. You, you, you can't because I don't care. Like, there's, there's no reason that I would care who this leadership team is. I just don't. Well, no, it, it, it is important because the, you know, it seemed to be that, that, uh, uh and I, I'm going to, I swear I'm going to butcher his name. Is it Josh Diamaro? Did I say that right or Diamaro? I forget which one it is. I want to say Diamaro, but I could be wrong. Yes. So I'm he just was keeping the- it simple, Josh. Yeah, let's say Josh. He was he was the president of Disney World briefly, and in his brief time, he was trying to improve the bus service. Uh, from what I had read, the cast members really seemed to love him. He was also uh, doing some things for cast member morale. There was a lot of things that he was doing that were really positive. So him being named the chairman of Disney Parks Experience and Products, I think, is a huge deal because he's well respected. He's known for, for being very cast member friendly and also doing a lot of things for guest satisfaction too. No, it's it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead Chad. You, I, I get you try the to cast them now <laughs> well no i get that the cast people love him because the cast members that i know were just ecstatic about him coming back in but he's also the guy who brought us this lottery system for rise of the resistance okay and you're talking about his former role was the head of disneyland and if he starts bringing the disneyland type mentality into the world Damon, that's where I think it could rattle your cage a little bit because everything that we love about the world, it's just two different, two different deals. Yes, it's all Disney, but land and world is a different deal. And I hope we don't start getting those max passes in at, at Disneyland that are or Disney World that are paid at play. Why? Like that would be awesome. Over. Damon wants I that. Want He's that. been asking for that forever. Yeah. <laughs> so he could be your man then. Okay, but, and but I see, like the virtual queue thing. I, I thought the virtual queue was great. I, I, I don't necessarily awesome love idea. the virtual queue either. I'm adaptive to whatever's in front of me, so I don't care, right? Like, okay, there's a lottery system for Rise of Resistance. Do do I love it? No, but it is what it is, so I deal with it. Max Pass comes, I'm buying it, right? If it doesn't, I'm not. I just don't care about that sort of stuff. You know, Disney's always going to be Disney, and whatever exists for you know Disney is what I enjoy. What's in front of me. That's just me, man. You know how it is. 
that's fair. I guess that's fair. I guess not everybody cares about like the internal business of these things. I guess you know who's in charge does have an impact on your park experience. Of course, yes. So well, it has an impact on the park experience. Doesn't have an impact on my park experience. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Not like fair. I get it, yeah, that. And, I get and not necessarily in a you know would I like certain things over other things. That's not what I'm saying. It's just there's going to be a park experience, and that's what I'm going to do. And if that park experience changes because on who's behind the scenes, then it changes and I adapt and that's how we enjoy the park. I mean, there's things, right? If, if I had my druthers, Ellen would still be there. Ellen would have been updated to some crazy Navi river ride animatronics, <laughs> right? And we would have been yeah, good. Yeah. Alas, it is not. And I deal with that. So, so Chad, you view this as a, as a negative. See, I, I, I was viewing it as a positive. I thought it was going to be a, a good, I think it's a good move. I think it could be, and I have faith in the cast member people I know that are just ecstatic, happy about it. I'm just still bitter over the Rise deal, okay? You don't like the virtual queue? You had a problem with that? I don't like the lottery system, because keep in mind, Tom, I paid cash to stay at Riviera in January. Yeah, yeah. Okay, $1,500 for two nights, and I'm laying out that kind of money, and you can't even tell me you're going to get me to the park on time using Disney transportation. I had to Uber into it. Okay, and they're telling you, Chad, if you want to be here, you pretty much need to Uber over there. Because Disney transportation isn't going to get you in in time to get a, a rise, even to get you a lottery ticket. And I, that, that just left such a bad taste in my mouth that I'm, I'm a little, you know, I got to get over that. I, I I get it. I just I I never thought the virtual queue was going to be a permanent thing. I, I I always felt that it was a necessary evil in the beginning because of how much it was going to break down and how popular it was going to be and the demand and and well, eventually with they were going to move to I a regular. I think we're going to see an awful lot more of it. Oh well, yeah, that's true. And the reopening. Well, yeah, but this is I, I didn't expect it to happen in general, but because of what's going on now, I, I do. I would expect it to to see more virtual queues. Yeah, I, I I don't disagree with you on that. I mean, that's Universal is doing the same thing. They're I mean, they're all virtual queues essentially. So for the popular rides, anyway. So I, I get what you're saying. I understand, but I I for me, I felt like they had to do it as a practical thing. I, I just I couldn't imagine people waiting ten hours in line and then it breaking down four times a day. And I feel like that's a worse experience, but. I get what you're saying. I get you. So we don't have to go through all these, but uh, you know, there, there's some, there were some interesting things I thought in here, but uh, you know, it's, I, I think it's, I personally think it's a positive. I think it's going to be helpful. And I, I think it's going to be, uh, I, I think he's, he's a passionate guy about the parks and he seems like a really positive influence. And a lot of, a lot of people hated uh, Bob Chapek. So I think this is, this is somebody that everybody seems to, seems to like. So we'll see, we'll see what, what, what shakes out here. Right. Yeah. I'm pretty much with you there. We'll yeah. see. I mean, I just, I got to get over that. I'm he just being seem, honest. He doesn't seem like the crazy, crazy budget guy that Chapek was right. Like, cause a lot of the things that he was doing for the cast members weren't exactly, you know, budget friendly. He was the, he was spending some money. It seemed like, so I don't know. Yeah, that's true. And and he was also apparently focusing on Disney transportation too, and trying to make it better. And I think we all would like to see that, right? So, <laughs> absolutely. And the fact that we've got a former DVC executive over in charge of Disneyland now that's that can only say. that can only improve things for us because you know at Disneyland you don't get your twenty percent discount. It's it's like ten. Okay, it's so not maybe even be more of a focus on DVC over there now, you think? Yeah, maybe there'll be a little bit more love to DVC members. Okay, 
Yeah, I was going to say that too. Mention that that uh, the the former uh, he was. Oh gosh, what was his role? He was above. Oh gosh, and now I lost the place on my page. What was that person's name? I forget. <laughs> President Disneyland. Oh, it's Ken Potrock. Yes. Uh, Trevor, I, gonna say, I'm no, I was, was going to say. Yeah, I, I was. There isn't that many names on this page. I don't know how you got lost, but you know what, Trevor? <laughs> I, I just got lost. I scrolled too far, and then there was a problem. So, all right, whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Disney Springs reopening. You, let's talk about that. I know, Damon. That's something you definitely want to talk about, right? So, sure, I guess. <laughs> I thought you said you wanted to talk no, about that. Okay, about of course I do. I, I don't know how I feel anymore. My, my emotions have gone up and down. You know, as we've started to get out of the house a little bit in North Carolina, we've been to some soccer fields and again, still social distancing and all that good stuff, but it felt different to get out. Like it felt, it felt nice. So I don't know. Maybe I'm softening my stance on, you know, what our November trip will look like for Disney, but them opening Disney Springs, I guess is a good thing. I, I, I just don't know how you eat like that. Like I'm going to be masked up the whole time I'm anywhere. I mean, well, you certainly can't ma- eat well, with the obviously, mask Tom, I mean, <laughs> obviously, Tom, um, you, you pull it and you drop the food in the mask and no, <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, so again, I think walking around would be fine, but I, I don't know about this eating thing while I'm there. No, I, I mean, I, I get it. I, I mean, I think it's a first, a great first step in opening the, the entire park, right? And I, I think they've been really testing things out in Shanghai, how things are going in Shanghai. And a lot of those learnings are going to probably be applied to Disney World and Disneyland when they reopen. And then, of course, you know, with Disney Springs, a lot of those things are also going to be there. Now, I, I did see a lot of pictures. I was actually surprised at how not busy it was on the day that it opened. I, it didn't seem like it was that busy from a lot of the pictures I saw. Now maybe a well, you know, maybe yeah. Uh, why are you surprised? I mean, I I, I just I thought I just thought people would want to get out and go there. I, I I'm just surprised by that. I don't know. I well, guess. yeah. I mean, there, there's a subset of people that you know are just hankering to get out to anywhere. But I guess Disney Springs isn't magic kingdom like i yeah that's that's a good point trevor <laughs> yeah <laughs> like like no, sorry but, it's, but it, still, it, it's a mall <laughs> yeah yeah but it's still disney and it's still that feeling okay you can still look across the lake and see saratoga which is a dvc home resort you can still look at the aerophile balloon deal okay and it's still disney though so i, I watched a couple of live streams they weren't live when i watched them but it was moderately busy. Yeah. It seemed like it slowed down towards the end of the day. I, I, I'd seen in the morning, it seemed a little bit busier. And then, and then as it got longer through the day, it seemed a little bit slower. But yeah, I, I mean, some people did show up. Now, I mean, I fully expect the same thing to happen for Disney World if they're going to be taking reservations and doing what they did for Shanghai. Uh, Shanghai sell, sold out really quickly, right? I, I, I assume the same thing's going to happen at the parks, but I, I don't really know. I, I don't think anybody really knows. But... Yeah, we'll have to see. But it, it, it with Universal now setting an opening date of June fifth, I, I, I would think that Disney's crazy. gonna be I yeah, I, I'm not yeah. surprised. I, I think Disney's not gonna be far behind, but you know, Disney's a lot more complicated than Universal is, right? I mean it's much bigger property, more resorts, <laughs> more transportation. And more, I think they're gonna be more cautious. Yeah, okay. they're gonna be way Absolutely. more cautious. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And, because and they're I, I the brand name of family safety, right? I don't know, you broke up Go, a little bit for me, yeah. What were you saying, Chad? 
I said, these guys are the brand name of family safety. Okay. Safe, secure family is a Disney deal. It's part of their DNA and their brand. So I could see them really not being first to market here. Yeah, I mean it, it makes sense. I just I, I was a, I was a little bit surprised at the opening date for Universal, to be honest with you. I didn't think it would be that early. And the fact that they're opening Volcano Bay, again to me is is I just don't know how you pull that off if with masks and water and I just I don't understand, I guess. I just I truly just don't understand that portion of it. I guess my only thought on that is that it's, you know, the the one difference I'll say is that's chemically treated water versus, you know, going to the beach. And I I get that. But how do you get between rides? Like, are you, you bust out the scuba gear for Volcano Bay? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the mask situation, how it's going to work there. Are you getting online and then right when you get up to the top of the water slide, whipping your mask off, putting it in a waterproof container, sliding down the slide, putting it back on? I mean, that's what I'm asking. I actually think that Universal is kind of screwing this up already. I'm not going to lie. When I, I read that they're they're saying that they're not going to require reservations to visit and guests might be turned away at the gate, that sounds like the worst thing they could possibly do. All right? I mean, how many people are going to show up and then get turned away? Like, what? why wouldn't you require some sort of reservation ahead of time? Like, that's nuts to me. I don't I, know. I don't think there will be enough people showing up for them to worry about that. you don't think so I agree with no. trevor i just because right because you, you can't if you're outside of the continent you're not getting there right just because they're open you know, travel's still but, interesting so but at at such a low capacity i mean look at shanghai shanghai sold down minutes but that's they were low capacity china but, though you know, yeah i don't know <laughs> like I just, there, there's yeah I, I don't know trevor i feel like I, I'm on your. I'm on kind of on your side. I don't necessarily think there's going to be you know this huge line, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I just I, sorry. Trevor. I, I guess that, that that's yeah. That, that's the bigger thing is like you, like what you're saying, Damon. Is just because they're opening doesn't mean that there's a lineup of people standing there. I know that you know we're all on Facebook and we're all you know so many people are like, oh God, you know I can't wait for this to be over. You know I'm going to be back there so quick. The reality is is that people are apprehensive about it they don't want to be the first one in the gate and there's a there's a lot more than just that so there's the apprehension there's the travel there's the money and there's the hotels there's a lot of things that are kind of have to you know you have to be willing for a lot of those things so again my wife traveled for work okay but the one thing she said is she had to go out and come back the same day because she said she was not staying at a hotel she said you know i'll travel but I'm not staying in a hotel. So even somebody like her, who's totally opposite of me, where she's more willing to go out there and she was like, no, I was fine. I wore a mask. I was good. Like even she wouldn't do this at this point because of the hotel situation. So you have to have, you know, all of these things together that you're comfortable with to make sure that you're willing to go. And then on top of that, you know, for Volcano Bay, I guess you have to have some waterproof Aquaman mask to go as well. I, again, I'm, I'm still so intrigued and have scuba gear. We'll travel, yeah, right? Like I'm yeah. still so intrigued by how that's going to work. I mean, how are you getting on this mask in between rides on a wet face? I did happen to see neoprene masks recently, though. I mean, maybe they're going to do something like that. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't get that. I, I, 
I just I just tend to think there's some pent up demand there, and then especially with Disney not opening yet, I think a lot of the, a lot of the people in Florida, especially, will you know a lot of them have but, passes for both parks. But I think that if so, you take out all the other people, so all you're saying, Tom, is the people that are local enough are going to go right. So there's this. No, sure, you're going to take you're taking out all the international travelers. You're taking out all of the domestic travelers. Mm-hmm. Even you're you're pretty much leaving it to people there's that are within a, a couple of drive. What's that? There's a lot of people that are willing to drive. Okay, so all these people that are willing to drive, I I still think that subset is pretty small in terms of park capacity. I could be wrong. I don't know. And and it's limited to a day trip kind of thing. We're so locked down here in Michigan. We're talking about making a run to the border, and I'm not talking Mexico. I'm just talking Ohio to where we can go get a haircut or sit down at a restaurant or get some. And North Carolina is open, open. We're phase two. We're open. Go get a haircut if you want. Sit down at a restaurant. Kids sports. What did Florida just open kids sports, right? I think so. I think Florida opened kids sports. So, yeah, I I still think that that subset is still pretty small because, again, you have to factor in money still. No, no, right? Yeah, that's that's part of it. So a lot of people are out of work. um, So it's uh, there's a lot going on there. And and it is. It is a gamble, right? Like, you know, like you're saying, all these things, you know, having the money to do it is, but it's also, you know, like you said, the risk of you get there, you may not be able to get in, you may not be able to get what you want. Are you really going to, a lot of people just aren't going to throw money at something like that right now. Yeah. And I think that you're right. So again, like maybe you do have the same feeling as Tom and you're like, oh man, maybe I won't get in. You just don't go. (laughs) I think that's what's going to happen. You just don't go. Well, and I, by the way, I'm not saying I would go. I'm more saying that I, I just no, I right. see there being a pent up demand here, and and I just think it's a bad idea not to have some sort of reservation system. What's the time. percentage they're saying they're letting in anyway? They're not. I don't think they're stating it yet. Okay, so I, I don't think that that's out there. Um, from what I've seen, I, I don't think that numbers. But I mean, it, maybe thirty percent or fifty percent, even. I, I don't know. Universal seems to be kind of barreling barreling forward with this with with some kind of sketchy because well, they have that place. 30th anniversary on the 7th as you stated here right they do yeah they, mm. they do they want to they want to hit that 30th anniversary uh but it's it does seem like there's I've, I've read their faqs on their website and a lot of it is still like details to come yeah and that feels that's a little concerning i don't know i think i said that the water park is interesting i don't know how that's happening outside of that i think you know it is what it is I think it'll be a good guinea pig, though. It'll be very good to just stand back and, you know, not to say, you know, throw, you know, people just go and throw disregard to the wind, but or throw caution to the wind. But, you know, I, I just want to see how this all plays out. I I don't know if, like, like I, I get what you guys are saying is, you know, you know, it seems too fast, but I got to, I don't know. I mean... I get the feeling they're going to open it and there's not going to be the amount of people there that we think. And it's going to be like another month of just nobody using the park. I, I, I don't disagree with that too. It, it could, it could happen. I it could go either way. There could, I, I could, I wouldn't be surprised by either that there's nobody that shows up or that there's a lot of people that show up. I, and I, I think I also, I think somebody in Disney said, that Disney can't even really make a profit at 50% occupancy. It has to be like basically over 50% occupancy. But, then they can, but you have to get to 50% you know. before you can get to 75, no, right? You're totally right. Yeah. You're, you're a hundred percent. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, it's, it's interesting because Disney kind of is a little bit leading on this by opening Shanghai. I did read a thing 
from a universal said that they were, they were watching what was happening in Shanghai uh, at Shanghai Disney as well to see, see how that went. And then, and now it feels like Disney's going to see how things go for universal. They're like, you guys take the lead on this one. We'll, we'll hang back and, we'll and see, Legoland. You know, don't, don't, don't you dare disrespect oh yeah, Legoland, Legoland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, don't disrespect Legoland. That's <laughs> also that's funny. Think about the, think about the timeline on this too. Like the, the Shanghai thing, like, Shanghai's been closed a lot longer than any. Yeah, they of the were other closed parts. for four months, yeah. right? So I, I guess if you're talking about the timeline from when all this started, Universal is really far ahead, and yeah, that's where you're saying it is. This might be a very stupid move on their part, but I still want to see sure. how this goes. <laughs> Yeah, and I think Disney's really interested to see how it goes too, right? I mean, it's it, you're right. Shanghai is different, right? It's it's a whole different different you know ball of wax, right? So, it, but it, it is is, and I think Disney's very interested to see how it's going to go at Universal, and that could inform a lot of their decisions. I mean, if the gates do get rushed, you know, if they do have like you know a hundred thousand people that show up on opening day, Disney's going to take note of that and maybe make some changes to what they're doing or be affirmed in what they were already planning. I don't know. Chad, would you go to Universal? June 7th. Are you going? No. Nope. 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 I have a trip booked for August 10th to go to Hilton Head. And then. Jam. I love me the Hilton Head. Then Wait, you have to report back on our pirate ship that they just opened there. Oh, I will. I'll be glad to. And so it's really the ultimate finish out DVC for me because it's Hilton Head two days at a value at Animal Kingdom, a DCL cruise for four nights. And then Vera August? for three nights. Cruise? Really? Yes. And you're you're good with that. Uh that that, not that, sure if that sums that. it up right there. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I want to talk Stay about the tuned. NBA though. Can we talk about the NBA? I'm excited we about talk, this. We can talk about the NBA. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna be the only one excited about this it, though. Well no, I'm, in, I'm I'm into it. I'm, I'll yeah. go have a nap over here and let me know when you're done. <laughs> it's Trevor this is Trevor's Disneyland uh for <laughs> for, for, for Damon. So this is <laughs> Dude, uh, yeah, come no. back. They gotta come back. I, it's I, I think this is a neat idea and the idea of and this is confirmed by the way, the, the NBA I talked about this a while ago there. though, if you remember. Yeah, 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 because this has been an idea for a yep. while. So uh, apparently the NBA and Disney World are in talks to finish out the NBA season at Disney World, at ESPN uh, World of Sports. Uh, why World of Sports, I should say. And basically doing like a contained bubble there. So using lodging within Disney, uh, which they haven't really commented, although I heard, a, I think I heard that they were looking at Coronado. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, but it's an interesting idea. It's kind of cool. I don't know. What did you think, Damon? I, it sounded like you wanted to talk about no, it. No, no. I, I think I like it. I mean, I think it's a, a great way to kind of get sports back um, by containing everything. I mean, the UFC has, you know, tried to get sports back up and running. I think in Germany, they're actually playing soccer now as well. So I'm all for doing something that's going to be safe, that has the facilities, you know, as 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 long as the, you know, NBA players are on board with it. So I, I think this would be really cool. I kind of wish... That it was something that happened, you know, outside of a pandemic that I could have gone and seen some of these games. That would have been even better. But that would be yeah, I mean, I think it's a great idea. And I know that people are complaining because they think that they're going to take away all the rooms. NBA is not that big. <laughs> you know, again, don't get crazy. Disney's huge. There's really not that many players. Yes. They're not going to take up like 10 hotels. No. And even if they, again, even if they take, well, they're obviously going to take all their staff members and things like that. It's still an insignificant amount of hotel lodgings at this point 
Well, especially if we're talking about reduced capacity, right? If we're talking about not that many people showing up to Disney World, then what does it really matter if they're taking up a hotel? Mm Mm-hmm. They can have a la Coronado as far as I <laughs> I would agree with you. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I heard... Uh, wait, wait. I, I've heard it's uh, not that bad now. No? Not for me. I stayed man. there once before the tower was opened, and... Everyone's I, saying the tower's great. I've been to the tower, okay? I haven't stayed in the tower, but other than that, the resort is spread out, and the buses are Old Key West, Saratoga era. No thanks. And if you're staying at Coronado... Ah, I thought Trevor was sleeping. What happened, Trevor? Well, no, you're talking about (laughs) Coronado. You're not talking about (laughs) NBA. When you go back to NBA... Trevor can connect to it from Coronado. (laughs) Yeah, you might as well just stay at Riviera if you're going to stay at Coronado. There you go. (laughs) No, because you get Skyliner at Riviera. Skyliner rules. Exactly. That's what I'm saying is that, yeah, Coronado, they can take it all they want. It kills me there's still people that are negative on the Skyliner. Skyliner's the best. <laughs> oh, move over monorail. There's a new king of Disney transportation. I know. Uh, it's just the best. I, I don't I don't understand why people are still down on it. But anyway, so you're distancing, it's, tough, it's everything. So I, I get it. I get it. What did you say, Chad? It's social distancing friendly. Your family gets their own little contained unit. It's awesome. It's awesome. But if you're scared of heights, then it's a problem. I get it. It doesn't even go that high, though. I, listen, yeah. I had a, the people that we go with who she goes on roller coasters and stuff, and she was a little, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know what? It, until you until you come up to Banff, Canada, and ride one of the gondolas up the side of a mountain, that thing is nothing. Like <laughs> that's true. All right. Well, I, I think this is a cool idea. I would be in favor. Of it. I, I don't think it's going to take rooms away from people. I don't think that that's. I, I think that's people overreacting on on Facebook groups. I, I don't think that that's a big deal. But I, I think it's a neat idea, and I, I think it makes a lot of sense. I'm sure that that Disney would probably make some pretty good money from the NBA off of this. But they're already partners with the NBA through ESPN. So, and of course, they have a vested interest in in sports starting up again too, because ESPN needs some uh, live sports, right? So, I, I, I think it's a great idea. I, I, I don't see uh, anything bad to it I, I think it makes a lot of sense so there's only so much nfl players streaming xbox we can watch i mean 100 <laughs> percent. that's right? been that's something. been tough hasn't it like i thought i could like listen i love video games i love the nfl i can't do it the, the only so the only sports that have been going on for me that i still would watch would be esports i've been still watching esports the League of Legend games have still been uh, pretty good for me, but that's about it. And again, now that German soccer is back, my son's been watching that. So there you go. Yep. You see, I'm I'm more of an Evo fan. If you like like Street Fighter and stuff like that. Uh yeah, esports is is all League of Legends for me. So I you see now you guys are speaking a language I don't understand. Exactly. So we're <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about. NBA and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, and just a, just a note too, like the NBA is, I mean, how far along were they in the season? They, they don't have that many games left. No. And there's all different thoughts on whether they'll go right to a playoff schedule. Well, whether that will be a shortened playoff schedule. Like I think that part of it's still up in the air. Well, I think there was even talking just like a tournament. Yeah. To just to turn, yeah, which would kind of be cool in a way, I think. But it, it is the idea of putting all of these teams in one place. Is, is well, they tried cool. to do like this online horse games as well, but technology <laughs> kind of beat them up on that. Like some people streaming was pretty brutal. You know, we always forget what streaming looks like across the country. It was interesting uh, as we 
you know, kind of talked about this new podcast that I was working on. Uh, there was somebody that I really wanted to do it with us and she lives in rural Texas and she's like, I can't. She's like, I can't even stream Netflix. Dial up. Yeah. Well, DSL is what we're really talking about. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. yeah. Even in some parts of North Carolina, in our area here, people are still on three megabit DSL. I mean, you can't, you can't do anything with that. <laughs> you really can't. No. no. Yeah. Wow. That, that would be tough. I get it. Makes total sense. All right. Well, you you guys want to talk about this patent, wrap it up with something kind of fun and, and interesting. I, I don't know if anybody's interested about this besides me, but I think it's kind of cool. Well, well, let us know about it first, Tom, and I'll I, tell you if I'm I, interested. Yeah, I've read this like three times, and I don't think I fully understand it. So, if you could Me either, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say, I tried, I tried. I, I, I try. I listen. I, I don't know what they would use this for, but the, the basically what this is, it's a system that deciphers an individual guest preference using some sort of scannable apparel or accessory. So imagine somebody wearing a shirt that had some sort of image on it, or uh, wearing something on them that has some sort of image on it, and this system would able to would be able to determine a guest's preference for something by scanning that image. Now, my, I guess my question about this is what you know, what if it's just like a okay, you're wearing a uh, you know, Rebel Star Wars shirt and now they know that you prefer Rebels. Okay. And then they do something with that. That's cool. I don't know, that customized awesome. experience in Star Wars later. Sure. Yeah. That would be cool. I think that's what they're trying to say here, right? Am I am I missing that? To me it just has this big brother collect all kinds of data about me level of i want you to collect as much data on me as you can if it makes my life easier and i can be lazier (laughs) again this is the it guy talking this is cool like the the idea of yeah if if they can yeah use um image recognition on a shirt and tailor your experience to yeah they use like the the incredibles as an example I'm here, so, as you know, I'm so upset Trevor hasn't watched the hollow yet. Will you please, by the time next episode comes around, please I, watch that. I will sit down. It, and it, it sounds like it's something that you're going to just love <laughs> <Yeah>. so much <laughs> based on what you're okay. just talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I'll, yeah, I'll check that out. But yeah, th- this sounds like, yeah, you know, that they can tailor your experience all around, you know, the type of shirt that you're wearing. I guess it's kind of next level of, you know, when, when somebody like, actually this happened with my kid is that uh, he was wearing a gravity falls shirt and somebody, one of the cast members made some references to bill cipher when we were, when we were talking to them in magic kingdom and my son really got a kick out of that. And so if the next level of this is, you know, the rides and things actually start making references based on your preferences, you know, that that can definitely bring the whole experience up another level. So, so Chad, you're against Big Brother, but you still go to Disney. Like, true true people <laughs> that are against Big Brother don't even go to Disney. You can't. Or, or, or do you make them already. not let you fingerprint scan in? Do you make them take a picture of you? No, I do the fingerprint scan. So I'm not a fan of the whole magic band deal and them tracking you like a lab rat. And to me, it's like they're going to take the magic band technology, track it, pictures, all kinds of stuff. And do like, and do it's what? Just, it's just like really, really weird. Okay. Okay. Well, it freaks me out when I'm having a conversation with somebody, but on my cell phone, and because I have Facebook Messenger's microphone turned on, next thing you know, 
I see a Facebook messenger on my phone for just what I got done talking about. Yeah, but you that but you, you creeps have, me out. You have the ability to turn that off though. Yeah. You have to turn off the whole mic for Facebook Messenger. Okay. Okay. But that's kind of a pain when you're talking with people all day long. Okay. I I guess I would say as far as companies that do data gathering data gathering on us, um Disney is probably the least intrusive at this point. Okay. Yeah, I mean I mean, I, I guess I look at it as they have all this information on us already. I mean, they already probably know what my favorite character is just based on the profile picture that I make on my Disney experience. And, you know, they've, they, I mean, I, I don't believe that they keep your fingerprints. I, I know that they, it turns into like a data point and, and all that stuff. And it's not necessarily they have a picture of your fingerprint on, on, you know, there. But I mean, they have pictures of you. They've got, all kinds of stuff. I mean, I, that's I get what you're saying, Chad. I understand the privacy angle totally. I, I 100% understand that. I guess in just in my mind, I'm thinking, well, I'm going to Disney and they got all this info on me anyway. So what else am I going to do? Well, you know, it's they're already taking pictures of me anyway. They're already looking at me on security cameras. This is just them scanning my shirt, and then you know maybe they know that I like I don't know that I like Iron Man, and then when I'm on a Marvel ride and they they you know make me into Iron Man or something. You know, it just I, well, I like it's- that I like that personalization stuff. I guess. It's little things, okay? So here, here's an example of how we think they personalized it. We don't know for sure. But when you check in at Riviera or Coronado, the new TV systems, they have enough data on you that the suggested TV programs are stuff that they think you're going to like or things that you've liked in the past, okay? To me, that's kind of cool, but you can take kind of cool and get into creepy really fast, and that's where I'm at with that. That's how I find new Netflix shows, though. <laughs> I like that. Again, I'm all for lazy. Like, I'm so lazy that if you just want to find everything out and then push stuff, right, like, to me because you think I'll like it, it just saves me having to look for it. I- I'm good with that. I'm okay. That's me, though. How, I mean, so how would you like to see this used, though? I mean, do you think this is for a specific purpose? You or know what? I mean, that? I would like to see it used in kind of different than than ride stuff, right? What I would like to see, and again, this would be great for kids. Think about this for a second. So you're going up to a food counter, and your plate now has your kid's favorite character based on a scan of their shirt when they entered the park. That's cool. Right. That sort of stuff would be cool for That's me. magic, right? That's magic. Yeah. Like it always gets a kick out of those, you know, the, you know, the rock and roller coaster and your name's up there or Everest or stuff like that. Kids dig that. So if it was used in that way, I think that would be pretty awesome. And you know what, Chad, Chad, I mean, they could use it so minimally to, to make, you know, people feel better. Like they could do it in, you know, a specific ride or, you know, at a, at a restaurant or something like that, where maybe it wasn't used all over the place and, you know, data mined to death, you know, to make your life miserable. I don't know. I get it. it sounds cool. I, I get it. But I, I get what you're I saying though. I totally do. I mean, that's not how I think, but I totally understand your viewpoint. I- I would point this out is that the description here specifically talks about um, permission to use the recognition. So it, they, they oh, say, you have to, so you have to give permission to do it. Yeah. It says multiple times about opting into it. So I, I guess that's the other side of it too, is that you do have a choice. Like it, it, it's not like it's just thrust upon you that we're doing this now. They are giving well, you the choice to say, yeah, don't do that with me. 
here's the way it here's the way this thing starts off, Trevor. It's opt in today, and then tomorrow it's like, oh, you want to use MDE to book a fast pass? Well, it's baked into the fine print. So that's kind of how I see this stuff going. That it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, you can opt out, but you're gonna opt out of using fast passes. Well, fair that that will be a different discussion at that point, though. Yeah, if they're forcing people into it. Yeah, because that would be forcing them into it, right? So, no, I, I get what your point that, and, and you could also argue, too, that they're going to put it at some point where it's like, you know, it, it's not going to be like, do you want to opt into personalized things based on images that we can read off your shirt? It's going to be uh, make your, you know, vacation more magical through our personalization services, our automatic personalization. You know, it's not going to sound like it's what it is, right? Just, but I, I, like I said, I get your point too, Chad. I understand the privacy angle of, about it. I, I just, in my mind, I'm already getting my picture taken by them, you know, a hundred times a trip. And I guess I just don't care anymore about it, but I, I get what you're saying, Chad. Trevor, are we going to say something else? I'm sorry. No. Well, guys, let's wrap this thing up. It's uh, it's it's getting late in the day here. I think it's it's time to to go ahead and wrap everything up. Uh, I, you know, anything else that uh that you guys want to talk about or bring up before we before we adjourn today? What did you get really good at doing being home for two months? Oh man, nothing. Mm. <laughs> Certainly not better at doing this podcast. Um. Maybe better at doing the the video. Uh, I think we got better at doing those those live shows. I, I think we did better at that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I got better at anything though. That's a good question. I, I do you have something, Damon? No, I just was. I mean, I, I wish that was the case. I don't think I got necessary. Well, you know what? I have been gotten. I have been gotten. I have gotten a lot more exercise in these past two months than I probably did previously. Now I, I was out with a a, a nerve damage in my neck but besides that i mean i've definitely gotten better at oh i've gotten better at soccer i will say that after trying to help my you know high school soccer player practice good uh social distancing i've been the one that's been roped into playing soccer on the soccer fields and i've gotten better at soccer how's that fair enough chad what about you chad oh man I got better at fixing my garage door opener <laughs> right right at the beginning of this. The garage door died and I it took me two months to get it fixed okay. because I didn't really care. But like literally right before this, I got the garage door opener. And so I got a little bit better at that. And then my kids sat there laughing at me because we were programming the openers. We have a three car garage with three doors. And somehow I did something so that when I hit one button, one door would go up and the other one would go down. And it was quite quite humorous to sit there and watch me doing this so okay. <laughs> anything for you trevor i got better at juggling sticks <laughs> oh man i'm terrible at that <laughs> well so so you know like um wait uh, like not, devil not, sticks is that what you're... yeah devil okay. sticks yeah 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 so so i actually i have a pair that i actually bought in the china pavilion in Epcot. Look at him bringing it back to and, Disney. Look at Trevor. Well, yeah. That, well, Trevor's a pro, man. This is what we were missing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, it, the, the thing is, is that when I've been on meetings and stuff, I have them sitting in the room. So I've been practicing them as I've been like on meetings at work and stuff. And yeah, I guess I, I actually have, I, I, I used them years ago, but I have gotten better over the last couple months. <laughs> Nice. That's that's yeah. an appreciably that's that's a skill. I, that's you. You've gotten better at that. I'm. I'm I don't know what I'll do with it, but it's fun. <laughs> I, I 
I'm not sure of any practical applications of that, but you know, it's it's, it's still something. I, know, I wish I could say something like, "Well, I learned a foreign language," but yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I really I don't think I did anything. I don't I don't know. Well, uh, okay, so let's, uh, Trevor. You want to wrap us up and uh, and we'll, Chad, uh, before we go here, actually, before we wrap up, Chad, do you want to plug anything from your podcast or for for you know any your app or anything else? Well, yeah, it's just search for my DVC points and whether you're on Apple app store or Google play, you can find it there. You can find me at my and pretty much all things there. And then if you want to play trivia with us, that's done on a platform on Facebook called mouse quiz. M O U S E Q U I Z. Thanks for having me on guys. Thanks Chad. We, we appreciate Wait, it. If, uh, if Chad gets a double plug, I get to double plug too. You can you can plug again. This yeah. is your show, man. This is you plug as <laughs> Come much as you want. Come listen to my Netflix podcast, Boomtron Podcast. Uh, you can search for it on iTunes. I don't know. Maybe the thing is, the problem is, if I want to put a web page up, that means I have to do the Welcome Home web page and this one because that would be disrespectful. Yeah. So, well, if you made the Boomtron one like super awesome, yeah, that would be yeah, disrespectful. That, that would that would be bad. Yeah, I would yeah. never. It's B. I'd never do such B-O-O-M-T-R-O-N, a thing. B O O M T R O N, right? B O O M T R O N. Yes, podcast dot com. Come check us out, and please, like I said, let me know what's bad about it. I'm trying to work on it. I can I can take criticism, not from people that don't listen to what I actually say and then try to criticize me. But you know, those are those are Chad's people. Damon so. wants. D- oh my gosh! Ooh. Oh, Ooh. shots fired! <laughs> I'm just Chad. I'm so worked up about that one. Like the one, the guy, the other one was the guy was just like, well, all you guys did was just chit chat. Well, yeah, really, there, there's, there's nothing going on in Disney. What do you expect us to do? But the other guy was just like, he doesn't care about Disney and doesn't care if he lose points and doesn't care if anyone else loses points. It's like, no, I don't care if I lose points. I truly, honest to goodness, don't. But do I, did I say I don't care if anyone else loses points? No, because I'm not everybody else. I just said for me personally, I could care less if I lose points. There. We're going to reiterate that again. <laughs> this guy's never going to listen ever again. He's never, he's never. done. He's, yeah, he's, uh, man, that's, that's amazing. So D- Damon wants the negative ones on, on this podcast. I do. I do. <laughs> Give him the Wait, negative Not, not on iTunes, though. I want them in email. No, no. <laughs> no email. Either. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to mess up the YouTube rating. I mean, the YouTube, uh, the iTunes rating. So yeah, email them to him. Email. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you, you guys have a Facebook page too, right? Or no? We do. Uh, there's only like okay. 10, oh, no, 11 people like it though. So like, like I'm kind of got hurt feelings over there. So it's a Boomtron podcast as well. You can find it. And like it and kind of, you know, get me past 11 people. It does hurt my feelings every time I look at it. Let's shoot for 15. Let's shoot for 15. I'm giving away pins. <laughs> at, at, at 15, I'm giving away welcome home pins. See, see, hold on. Here's the thing. This is where I may use my pins to my advantage. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, wait. I gave you a supply, too. I, I can't do. even tell you no. No, you can't even tell me no. <laughs> if you like the Boomtron podcast, I may send you a pin. How's that? Wow. There you go. Okay. Well, Trevor, wrap us up before uh, Damon starts giving away other things. Yeah, I'm not giving away hats, though. I only have, like, two All or right. three of them. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah, that's at, like, 30 subs, so. Uh, <laughs> no, um, yeah, sorry, it's it's been a while. Let's, uh, let's yeah, try. Yeah, you you're probably rusty. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm a little rusty at this. So, um, if you guys want to get a hold of us, uh, we are at welcome home podcast at gmail.com. We love your questions. We love comments. We love just hearing from you guys. 
Uh, if you don't want to send us an email, if you uh, want to hit us up on Facebook, you can find us at Welcome Home Podcast on Facebook. Uh, if you have other platforms like Twitter and Instagram, Twitter is Welcome Home Pod. Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Those mirror our Facebook page, so you can get updates on stuff that we post from there. Uh, if uh, you want to check out the website, uh, Damon's awesome website, it's welcomehomepodcast.com. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Yeah, it is. You made it better. It looks better. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 definitely improved over the years. So uh, yeah, check that out. And um, we also have a YouTube channel now, which uh, you can search us up as Welcome Home Podcast. And our live uh, shows have been getting put up there. So uh, if you want to go back and watch those and not just listen to them, you can do that. Wait, Trevor, now that you're back, are we going to do the the live dress up show? I'm down. Okay. I mean, yeah, we got it. We got to do the dress up show. Yeah. Chad, yep, Chad are well, you going to come and dress up too? Oh, I'm only doing it if Chad comes. <laughs> man you got an exercise during covid and i don't think i could fit in any of my old costumes buddy. It's not <laughs> i don't care okay <laughs> so chad got better at eating over po- over the, <laughs> the quarantine <laughs> that's funny yeah. uh please subscribe to the youtube channel by the way we are super close to 100 which i know it doesn't sound like a lot but we just started this thing and have almost no content on there so we appreciate everyone that's subscribed but please get us to 100 and and we'll try to put more content up Wait, there if, for you guys to subscribe to. If we have 100, <laughs> does that mean we get our name? Yes. Yeah, that's why. That means Maybe. I can change it, yes. Okay. yes. He's going to change it to something uh, we don't like, though. No, it's just going to be Welcome Home Podcast. It's going to be okay, easy. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> and then, uh, last thing to mention, if if you guys are looking for some merchandise, uh, you can check out store.welcomehomepodcast.com. We have uh, cool stuff on there, like mugs and T-shirts and stuff. And, uh, you know, if you want to update your wardrobe after uh, after everyone comes out of quarantine, it's a good place to do it. I like my shirts. I took them with yeah. me. Because yeah. now that I can't get into my room because it's quarantined, I had to take certain shirts. And I took a Boomtron podcast shirt. You have a Boomtron podcast shirt I mean, not, ready? Not Boomtron. What's wrong with my eyes? <laughs> What's wrong with my eyes? <laughs> talking about the wrong podcast. <laughs> the welcome home one. The welcome home uh, one. Uh, Trevor, on the last show, he forgot the name of our I podcast. I just did again. Wow. <laughs> Wait, did I, I did forget, didn't I? You did. You did. <laughs> I have too much uh, going on. Yeah, I understand. It's all right. It's, it's just crazy for everyone right now. I'll we do have the best pins, time. though. We have the best pins. We do. Those pins are amazing. Trevor, now that right? you finally you got them. You have some killer pins. Yeah, wait. Did did we send one to Chad? I did. Oh, I yeah. sent oh, one to Chad. I, gosh, yeah. thank goodness. So, What'd you think of it, Chad? What'd you say? Oh, they're killer pins. I mean, they are. And, and Damon, just so you know, it's staying in the package. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> that. When there's a welcome home listener meetup, I'm there, and I'm going to have like a Ziploc bag duct taped to my <laughs> yeah, deal. That's what I appreciate. With a pen in the package. I appreciate right? it. Just out of Damon. So, out, out of respect for Damon. So, so Chad, it is, it is rather funny because my whole family makes fun of me. I often buy two of everything. Like, if I like something, I just purchase two. It's, it makes it very easy for me. Like, in terms of anything. Like, I have sneakers that, like, my kids were like, why do you have Air Jordan sneakers from when you were young? Oh, because I bought two <laughs> and I buy two of a lot of different things if I like them. So um, I- I'm just that's my mentality. So, yes, I have I have enough pins that I can have a few in the package and a few out of the package. But the pin themselves, like there- there's no value to them. No disrespect to our awesome podcast. But, you know, <laughs> the things that have value to them, how can you like I'm looking at my guy over there and he's still in his packaging. My Funko Pop. Oh, Good. yeah. Your, Good your, job, your figment. figment. Good job, figment. <laughs> yeah, your figment, yeah. I don't know, man. I've got 
a limited edition, inaugural edition, Welcome Home Podcast pen. It's going to be priceless. We should have had a version for that. It should have been like V1. <laughs> so we could say, you know, oh, you know what it is, Tom? Should have etched numbers on the No, board. Trevor, I got it. Original minting. For the next time, we change the color settings a little bit. Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> see? There, there, you, you, there you go. The, Those pins came out amazing. They, they I, I'm not did. gonna lie, I, they came out so. Co- I when I got them, I was like a kid, like a little kid. I was like, oh my gosh, I mean, these are amazing. They're, they're a little they're heavy. like a thousand times cooler than I thought they could. They're be. still a little heavy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna roll back on that. They're still a little heavy. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily put one on a hat. So we we have a, a limited area that you can put them. Right? They're not hat. They're not t-shirt. They're more a backpack pins at this point. Yeah, I saw one of our listeners put theirs on a backpack, and then I saw Dan actually put his on a on his uh, mask, on his face mask, and I thought that I, was kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know how it didn't rip off his face. He, he must have. You know what, Damon? <laughs> you know what? He was biting it from the inside. That's what it was. I'm sitting here holding an original Copper Creek pin. Okay, you know, with like Mickey with the the Copper Creek hat on okay. that they gave away when they were selling that. You're lighter than the Mickey pin. Yeah, uh, there, okay. there you go. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, the, the, the Welcome Home pin is uh, lighter than some of the Disney pins that I have. So Is that a quality thing, though? <laughs> I was going to say, I guess you could say maybe it's not as good well, a quality. No, I, I, but... I mean, no, in that, like, the pins are just, like, it is a smaller pin. I, I don't think... I don't think it's as big as you think it is, Damon. I mean, I, I have a fair <laughs> amount, a number of them. Um, but that being said is that I don't think I could wear it on a polo shirt. And I think that's where it kind of... Yeah. I was I was kind of looking forward to that, but I I get I get that Tom made the executive decision, which was the right one, Tom, it was to to one. go two pins and a little bit bigger to make it look nicer. And again, it is the perfect backpack pin. Um, I'm trying to think about where you else put I would put it on a lanyard. So put it on a lanyard. Um, lanyard. Can, yeah. Can I just point out that we completely derailed on wrapping <laughs> up this podcast? Yeah, we did. <laughs> But we're having a great pin discussion. This is like the, the after party discussion. Yeah, this is for the people that listen past when you start doing the clothes. Wait, like it's not everybody. So, so at this point, is the music still playing? Because we would normally have the music playing at this point. It might. Yeah, be. the music. Like, will be, it might. Like, be. I don't know how long the song is. We but. need the extended loop today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> The music is a set amount, so <laughs> the music's probably playing right now. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, well, All right. yeah, the pins are super cool. <laughs> yeah. So, and please send and, us reviews on iTunes or any other service that you use, please. Thank you. There you go, Trevor. Yes, <laughs> yes we do appreciate those reviews that are constructive and not just mean to us for no reason. Uh, <laughs> they feel like they had no their kidding. own reason, though. Yeah, Chad, what'd you say? Yeah, no kidding. Like, what is it with people and doing just like? They take the time out of their day to just like leave a snotty review. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, it's, well, see, see, you don't, you don't, it doesn't even hurt you. What do you have? All fives over there? I think your show is like all five, <laughs> man. No, no, our guy got you, right? Didn't he get you with like a three or? That's right. Yeah. He caught you with it. No, I got a one. I got a one from somebody. Uh, said. Oof. Oof. I, I, you know, we work hard on this stuff and it, it's, it's hurtful when people just throw out a two and it's just like, you guys are terrible. It's like, well, this is what was ironic about it. It was, it was ripping on me for promoting resale. In the middle of a Riviera review series, okay? Like six shows in a row of Riviera owners, and I get ripped on for doing resale. It's like, yeah, think about that one, buddy. 
<laughs> I think that was our guy, Chad. <laughs> I do. Uh, we didn't. We didn't send him out to hit you, Chad. Like we're not. You know. Listen, we have a lot of crossover, we but do. a lot of people like what you do better, and a lot of people like what we do better, and that's just agree. the way it's going to be. Yeah. But there's no need to write snotty remark uh, reviews on each one of our podcasts if you don't like. If you like one and not the other, it's not a war here. We're we're no we're friends. no. <laughs> yep. We're friends. We collaborate. I, I was just going. You know. It's not, it's just a matter of time before I'm on their show again or they're on mine or, you know, it's the way things work. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, there's no need to fight each other, everyone. It's, you know, <laughs> I mean, and, and let's right. come to trivia because then we're fighting you. That's, that's true. Then we're fighting. <laughs> then we're fighting. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 The, the welcome homies, yes. okay, have got to, have got to band up and take on the geeks and the Disney crushers. Long, I'm just calling them. As long them. as Trevor can play and he's not exempt from it. Then I think that we're good. I'm I'm good if Trevor's leading our team. I'm a okay oh, with that. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. But I'm okay <laughs> with that. No pressure. All right. Let's. let's wrap you got to disclaim. Disclaim. Yes, we're good. We're about to hit two hours. So don't, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find us. Just search for Welcome Home and look for the one that says DVC and Disney. Of course, a reminder to our listeners, as always, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company. And as such, any and all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please contact a DVC representative, a, a Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today huge thank you as always to dvc resale market for being our friends and our, our sponsors and our partners in this endeavor we we love those people and they are just the best so of course uh you know join us next time for more disney parks discussion more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon this is skipper albert awal the voice of the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the dvc when we hit a chair How she can cut Is no man's affair I looked around from pole to pole Found her in a sugar bowl